The final edition of The Daily Planet rolled off the presses today. I wrote the last story. Jimmy Olsen took the pictures. It's the story of the people we loved. The story of the death of Batman. Of how he, just a man, had fatally wounded the god of evil. The story of who we were. And what we stood for. And how we fought for what we believed in until the very end. Call it a message in a bottle. Maybe someone, somewhere, will find it and read the story of the final crisis. Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest session of the Geeksplain Book Club, where every single Friday, I, alongside my fellow defenders at the final crisis, are going through every single issue of every single volume of Grant Morrison's Batman. This week, we are tackling quite possibly the end of all things as we discuss the final crisis this is going to be involving the final crisis issues one through seven batman number 682 and 683 as well as batman 702 uh this was a lot i am of course joined by the only two friends who i would trust to join me as the anti-life equation sweeps across the planet and sucks us all into a time and space vortex. First off, he's been uh, exiled to the world of the germ people. It's Malcolm Russell Nelson. It sucks here. It sucks. There's nothing. There's nothing. (laughs) And he is slowly being turned into the embodiment of evil. It's Jacob Brown. Hey, I went to this new restaurant in Tucson. It's called the Chum Bucket. So I got this meal in a bucket. It actually comes in a bucket and you can put it on your head. So I put, oh, 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 it's on my head. I can't get it up. All hail, dark side, anti-life matters. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's the show. Thanks for coming, everybody. (laughs) Tucson would do that anti-life matters bullshit. Oh, Um, I am very surprised that Tucson doesn't have a club dark side. Let me tell you. Oh, man. Tucson is exactly that subtle. There'll be a club dark side downtown. (laughs) It would be across the street from Cobra Cobra Arcade. Yeah, exactly. It would be club dark side. And be like, no, there's nothing weird here. What do you mean? That's where... uh, They're not trafficking kids. Don't worry uh, about it. Took up the space where DV8 used to be. Yeah, remember deviate? Yeah, exactly. Jesus, remember when there used to be commercials for deviate? Yes, <laughs> like oh at like nine o'clock on Cartoon Network, could have commercials for deviate. For You're like, oh, club. We're a club? only nightclubs. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ridiculous this this episode oh, has become very tucson very quickly um it's been very yeah, grab your eg sit down let's go that's right 
It's Lucky Lime, baby. Grab your EGs. Let's right. go. Grab your Come EGs. on down to 4th Avenue. Down. We've got everything going on down here. Boy, is it a clusterfuck. <laughs> Drink Grab some EGs, snoring, have a snoring hot dog, and <laughs> sit down for a matinee showing at the Gaslight Theater of Final Crisis. <laughs> Final Crisis. Y'all should do Final Crisis. That'd be fucking wild. Gaslight we're Theater doing, presents we're already the doing, Final Crisis. We're already so doing, doing a six-hour show. No intermission. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see a play version of Final Crisis. That would I'm, be outstanding. I'm really <laughs> hoping how that shit would work. There is I'm really hoping no we're way. doing the uh, we're doing the Avengers this this year. So I'm really hoping we just condense down all of the MCU first just five into phases, one show, four phases into like one show. Into one show, hours. hell yeah! yeah. He's going to start yeah. the show and then die at the end. That's really yeah. sad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and we are absolutely calling it the Cosmic Cube, you sons of bitches. That is what we're <laughs> fucking calling that. it. Goddamn it! Thank you. There is no the way. Thank fuck you. you in your Tarsarac or whatever it is. Your all spark. You. Shut up. It is, the cos- it is the cube cosmic. <laughs> It is the all spark. That's Fuck so you. funny. That's so I hate funny. You so much. No, the fucking cosmic cube. God damn it's, it. Yes. But yes, my friends, we're talking about uh, Final Crisis, and we have been anticipating this. We have been excited about this. Um, this was a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Last yeah. week, am I going to eat my words in the fact that? Final Crisis is nowhere near the best crisis. Fuck y'all. I still stand by what I say. I still stand by what I say. I'm never wrong. And if Malcolm <laughs> says I'm wrong, I'll just edit out his part of the podcast because I'm I gonna go, I'm just going to go prepare a bowl of farts for you to eat real quick. If you'll excuse I me. am the anti-life. All you are the hole in things. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> the hole in things. I will say that this uh, the final crisis is not as bad as I remember it being when I first read it years and years ago. Um, but this shit, like the, there are incredible highs to this, to this event, but there are also some ridiculous bat shit data page bullshit lows in this. Yeah. Jonathan Hickman yeah. would be proud. <laughs> That's the thing. This feels like a Hickman. I mean, Hickman and Morrison, they would get along like fucking like as thieves. Can you give me a Hickman Morrison Morrison joint? God, oh yes, I can uh, imagine the biggest headache I could ever imagine just by <laughs> sitting down and reading the title page. Listen, I'm just gonna say, Grant Morrison's done at DC Comics. Grant Morrison, come on over to the Ultimate Universe. Okay, so here's the thing. This week <laughs> they announced that Grant Morrison is going to be on the X Men like like live panel thing that they're doing i'm really excited about that which is really fucking cool uh with claremont and hickman right yeah yeah like there's a shit ton of people on the thing but the fact that morrison is going to be there this is the first time that morrison's like acknowledged like marvel work in the last like 15 years yeah Uh, i'm hoping i'm hoping to god put morrison and hickman in the ultimate universe and just let them fuck around Oh, oh boy. that's 
That's amazing. More That's gonna be the like, sound of my erection. I will. I everyone knows my my distaste for X Men, but uh, I will read the shit out of a Grant Morrison X Men. You imagine? Yeah, Grant Morrison's can, Ultimate X Men. Like I, oh, yeah, oh, that would be fucking crazy. Incredible. Fuck. <laughs> It'd just be like, and so I thought, what if the X Men just fought Darkseid and just <laughs> it's the Ultimate <laughs> Universe? Why the X-Men need something like an Antelope equation to kind of go up against, you know. They need, they need something really depressing. Because <laughs> Lord knows the X-Men haven't gone through enough adversity. <laughs> I watched Banshees of Inisherin recently, and I just oh felt like God. the X-Men needed to be depressed, like Colin Farrell in that movie. <laughs> I, really I feel like the X-Men need, if... Jenny, you need to take it away from them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I I am salivating at the idea of that. But yes, uh, Final Crisis. Final Crisis. Let's we go, are, boy. Let's, let's let's talk about this. Let's talk right. about this event because we've got a lot to cover. So let's dig into this. No lantern escapes the Alpha Lanterns, except for the ones that do. Except for the lanterns <laughs> that escape the Alpha Lanterns. <laughs> but otherwise, but otherwise, like none of the others. Then. <laughs> None of them do, except for the ones that do, but then the rest don't. The rest don't. It's important. So we begin where we ended last week uh, with the death of a god. The chapter one of Final Crisis shows a body falling between dimensions, between worlds. As a new player has or is looking to take control of the secret society of supervillains and their name is libra libra <laughs> but as the chapter opens we start off i believe the first chapter is called doa the god of war we start off in what looks to be a Long time ago, the day of prehistoric man, perhaps. And this prehistoric man comes upon Metron. Or is that the Silver Surfer? I can never keep keep that. Hey, 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 hey. like the comfortable surfer, am I right? Hey. He's in a chair. Oh, so hey, the hey, Silver hey. Surfer would be a lot less depressed if he could just ride around on a love seat. Around the universe, yeah, on a lazy imagine day, Galactus you know, rolls just... up to destroy a planet, and this guy comes down in an armchair, like, "Hey guys, look, yeah, what up, dude? Hey, look, I know, I know. He's this, got this a fucking like cup holder time. in there. He's got a thirst buster. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a Baja blast. Just He's got a Baja specifically. Blast. <laughs> yeah, look, guys, I know this is really gonna bum you out, but <laughs> just yo, I'm a herald of Galactus." <laughs> My, my boy is hungry. Uh, sorry. Hungry. <laughs> <laughs> just got a split in between his fingers. He's like, yo, man, listen. <laughs> it's about to go down on your planet. He just rolled I up don't a envy cigarette. you. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Does this planet have an EGs? I'll talk him into sparing you if you got an EGs. Like, if you got an EGs, I heard it's March. <laughs> It's lucky lime. That's like top three flavors right there, boy. You got, you got no EGs? All right, sorry, guys. Well, I want to write those good ass 
Silver Surfer looks so bad. <laughs> Ultimate Silver Surfer coming soon to you. Like, hey, yes. yo, man. Um, yo, man. You guys been to just... the Canes over there? Is it good? Like, <laughs> what's going on with that Canes, bro? I fuck the... with that sauce, bro. Yo, I, I fuck with the sauce, sauce bro. The hot yo. sauce. Yo. Like, this is, yo, this is like a. <laughs> This is like if Donald Glover like wrote Silver Surfer. Like <laughs> Donald Glover would surfer. be the greatest Silver Surfer of all. No, it's got to be Lakeith Stanfield. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. It's, it's, it's got to be Lakeith Stanfield. Because he also fair. already has that frame, that like slender frame. One of should be yeah. Silver Surfer. Like, hey, yo, man. Like, I, went, so, I went over there to the drive-thru, and they told me it was going to be like a 30-minute wait. So I'm going to send Galactus this planet to fuck it up, man. <laughs> See how quickly I get my chicken after. That cane's really fucked up, man. <laughs> they, they ruined this planet. <laughs> Oh my God. So He's just Metro. being the Lebowski in space. <laughs> Galactus rolls up and everyone's like, no, don't eat our planet. Galactus is just like, well, that's just like your opinion. Your man. opinion, man. And he eats the planet. <laughs> <laughs> Has the giant cardigan. Listen, that planet yeah. really brings the room together. Like, you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> just count, just armchair silver surfer cardigan galactus cardigan Cardigan bearded galactus it's so (laughs) with sunglasses but still has the fucking crown (laughs) yeah exactly it's like tilted so that way it's like off a little bit (laughs) am i the only one here who thinks this planet should be eaten We Shut are not up. even at the start of the first chapter. We're already off the rails. Oh, my God. So, That's so funny. Metron gives this caveman the gift of knowledge, <clears throat> i.e. the gift of fire. And we then see how mankind has prospered since then. <laughs> we then cut to, I believe this is Vandal Savage, gentlemen. It is Vandal Savage, confirmed. Uh, also, that boy him. was the first boy. This is important. First boy. First boy. That's the first. Just is that like the best the boy? First, on that's a the first boy. Set? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Is he related yeah. to the last boy? Like, come on. So we see this first boy use fire offensively, giving the gift of <laughs> giving the gift of an ass whooping. <laughs> giving the gift of taking a taking something to better mankind and using it to hurt his enemies. Yeah, sounds about right. And then we cut to present day, where that absolutely hasn't influenced anything about human evolution since then. Nope. But we catch up with the man, the myth, the legend, Daniel Dan Turpin. Dan motherfucking Turpin in Dan the house, y'all. My God. Turpin. Talking about his super muck mucks. Like, if, this, if there was ever a comic book detective that I would immediately think of after Jim Gordon and Renee Montoya. It's Dan fucking Turpin. It's Dan fucking Turpin. He's number four for me. I'm a big Slam Bradley guy. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's I fair. also, in the top five for me, Bradley Maggie guy. Sawyer. Maggie yeah, Sawyer is in top five. That's goddamn right. That's top, that's top five for sure. That's it. Right uh, there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, God, can you imagine a book with all of them? Yes. Yes, I can. (laughs) 
so it's just it's csi but said, it's just like shaking a folder <laughs> <laughs> i have it here it's Mano- called detective comics and i've been working on this pitch for 20 years <laughs> <laughs> So Dan Turpin is on the docks of Metropolis when he stumbles upon a body, that body being of Orion, a new god. Orion shakes himself awake, tells him, they did not die. He is in you all. And then he dies. So they did not die, but he did. We cut to... Um, the rest of the world, where we see that ominous thing that always marks the beginning of a crisis, Red mm. Sky. You would think that everyone in the DC Universe would be like, ah, fuck. Uh, Sky's shit. red again. God damn it. <laughs> I've been able to tell everyone I love him. Event. Oh, great. Another crisis. And can I get it. my Starbucks to go, with... please? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with coffee mug like, like, oh, looks like I'm getting rebooted again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next time I'll have speed lines. That'd be cool. I better be fucking ginger this next time. time. (laughs) (laughs) So we we catch up with uh, Green Lantern John Stewart working his job as an architect. And we see one of the coolest panels of his ring illuminating and showing his costume underneath. So sick. Dope as fuck. That's dope as fuck. So John Stewart heads over to the uh, scene of the crime, and at the same time, we see an ominous figure floating high above Dan Turpin, staring at the body of Orion. Keep your eyes on that figure. It's a tool we'll save for later. Yeah, in the new fucking design that rips. Rips so hard. <laughs> Looks fucking terrifying now. Uh, we see Dan Turpin then go and... Uh, meet up with one <laughs> sorry i just thought of something it's like so we have the silver surfer and here is the black skier <laughs> <laughs> he's death the black racer how dare you <laughs> he's the black racer. this one is donald glover where he's just like man y'all ever just think about death <laughs> and then he just that skis away we fucking earn <laughs> holy shit <laughs> fucking skis away like i've been thinking about death recently and I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. There's like no snow, but that's the sound it makes. It's just sh- yeah, it still makes the shredding sound. Of sh- <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then uh, Metron is uh, Daniel Pudi. <laughs> Troy and Arbed are now new gods. <laughs> oh my god hell yeah please bring that back <laughs> cast the cast of community is all the new god pantheon challenge uh joel is 100 percent orion joel would be orion the yeah. anger the yeah. irrational anger you right awesome. uh i guess pierce would have to be dark side he would have to be dark side, he is dark side. <laughs> i mean it just makes sense if they can't even get him Pierce oh is dark God, side, but Jonathan Banks as Buzz Hickey is Dan Turpin. Oh, yeah. Yes. There we yes. go. <laughs> there we That's go. So fucking good. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> and, and, uh, and the Dean is High Father. Fuck. And Dean is High Father. <laughs> <laughs> 
shit, that's so now, funny. Now, Dark Side, I want you to know <laughs> that what we're doing here is completely life, all right? And it's a part of the community. Someone needs to take the clip of the Dean and Jeff at a, at karaoke yes. singing the seal song and just put like high father's like Orion. stick and Orion's like helmet on <laughs> that would be so fucking funny singing kiss from a rose that shit is so good <laughs> with like the zoom cut cameras like baby I'm a Fuck, that's uh, so funny. Can surely be Granny Goodness, is that right? Oh totally. shit, yes. Totally. yes. And, and Britta's light ray. Every time she shows up, she's like, I got angles. <laughs> Everyone's, like, Everyone's like, shut up. <laughs> shut up, light ray. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, so Annie Ooh. would be Barda. Fuck yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Actually, 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 Space Brain, she's Mr. Miracle. Fuck, that's even better. Fuck, that that's good. good. That is good. She's neurotic enough. Yeah, she could be hell yeah. <laughs> be sick. Ultimate escape artist. Yeah, I can escape anything. Sick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I went to school for escaping. Like, <laughs> I changed my majors three times, but I ended up on escaping. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to see that that meme of. Uh, Troy walking in with the pizzas, and it's just him as a black racer, <laughs> and everything is just final crisis. on fire. <laughs> just like final crisis. Final crisis. <laughs> Troy is uh, like uh, dark side on the so ground, and all that, and everything like that. Oh yeah. my god, that's so funny! <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, it's so good. <laughs> Oh man! So Dan goes to meet with uh, Rene Montoya the question, and he gets a lead. It's the Dark Side Club. Cut back to the dead body of Orion when everyone's let's say third favorite Green Lantern shows up. Hal Jordan. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> yeah, I'm being Holy incredibly generous. Shit. I'm being Holy incredibly shit. generous. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Third uh, is being very kind. Yeah, oh, for me. Oh yeah, my too. God. Yeah, He's top gun the Green Lantern. Let him live. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. When Tom, when Tom Cruise gets his Green Lantern movie, then we'll talk. Oh my God, he did. It's called Top Gun Maverick. It's just a Green Lantern movie. <laughs> it's just Hal Jordan. You know, uh, how Jordan what's recruiting his, what's his Kyle Rayner and all the other ones? <laughs> yeah, what's his name? Who we said would be a great Glenn, Glenn role, would also be a great yeah. guy guard. <laughs> yeah, he would. He has an incredibly punchable face. He'd be a great Booster Gold. He'd be a great Guy Gardner. And he'd be a great Hal Jordan. We <laughs> <laughs> all have in common. <laughs> so, uh, Hal and John have basically done the Green Lantern equivalent of taping off the crime scene. And they're like, okay, I'm going to report this to Oa. You call the Justice League. We cut to Oa, where our favorite blue-headed, bald, bad bitches are mm -hmm. looking over the universe. <laughs> These fucks. Uh, meanwhile, we see the... Uh, I always imagine them talking like the Lollipop Guild every time they're like saying all this stuff. Like, 20,000 miles above sea level. No one in the center will leave the gravity well. 
<laughs> I know they're supposed to be omnipotent and everything, but for some reason, like it always goes to that. It's like Do they always sing to this matter is an utmost concern, Lantern Jordan 2814.31. I have never <laughs> read them that way before. I will never I will unsee it now. <laughs> never unread them that way. No, I'll never unsee it. That's so funny. <laughs> So we saw the junkyard, the debut of the League of Titans. Yep. Yeah. For all of two seconds before. He's a deep cut character, Empress? It's from the original Young Justice run? What the fuck? <laughs> oh, wow. All grown and up? Also, for, for my fellow uh, Teen Titans Go fans, Mossy yeah. Manos. Mossy Manos, baby. Mossy Manos, si podemos. And fucking Diet <laughs> Livewire. I mean, Spark. Spark. Uh, it's Sparks with an X, my boy. Sparks. Sparks. But then they are all brutally murdered by the best Mirror Master. Fight me, you'll lose. Uh, no, you're right. Yeah. And also no, right. the worst villain, the worst Doctor Light. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they have acquired Metron's chair, and it is bad news for everybody. We cut over to the Justice League, who have apprehended the Rogues. Um, who are well, having a pacifist movement? <laughs> <laughs> they're having a peaceful march. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I love, I don't know who this is, but he's just like, you'll be hearing from my lawyer. And you see, let's just say, caked up Black Canary going, you believe this? This is, uh, <laughs> for, for backstory, they mentioned it a little bit later. This is Black Canary in her best era because she's chairman of the Justice Chairman League right of the Justice League, Black Canary. In oh, wow. the best run of Justice League coming off of Brad Meltzer's run. The best, the best time period for Justice League. We see the Society of Supervillains are still mulling over the uh, potential leadership opportunities with this Libra character, um, who I don't think we ever find out who this character is. Libra? Yeah. Like, uh, so that's in, a, that's in supplemental material, but he's the original Libra. Uh, he just... Died and then woke up on uh, woke up on Apocalypse <laughs> and became Darkseid's Libra. Cool. So okay. yeah, uh, this is the original Libra in a new costume, which fucking rules. The costume cool does ass, rule. cool ass drip. Yeah, uh, great, cool shtick. Uh, he's an emissary of the gods. You know what else is an emissary of the gods? Samsung flip phones. Can we hey, just for yo. a second talk about the Samsung flip phone here? Hey, yo, you mean yeah. the damn rung? You mean that damn rung 225? <laughs> Hell yeah. That thing's Hell sick, yeah. bro. <laughs> so dumb. Look at, look at all the frames that thing captures, man. Jesus all five Christ. of the frames, bro. <laughs> so Libra's like, look, um, I am going to show you. The human flame wanted me to show my power. Look, look who I brought. And it's Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter is thrown in front of them, and then Libra brutally kills Martian Manhunter. That's also how you know a crisis is happening in the in the modern day. Someone gets fucking yeah. brutally murdered, and it's Martian Manhunter. Yeah. Uh, also, real quick for cast, listen, Libra's great at speaking. Uh, you know who you get to be Libra? Killian Murphy. Mm. Oh. But with his Peaky Blinders voice. <laughs> 
now he's got to have his American accent, so it's the silky smooth. Like it's you he's just doing the scarecrow thing. voice is silky smooth. It's a different kind of silky smooth, bruh. I don't want to fuck Libra. Okay, I don't fair, enough. fair enough. You know, what? Fair yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> he puts on Wendy's voice. We gonna have a conversation. Jesus. So <laughs> we cut over to uh, the tattooed man, who I think is really fun. Fuck yeah! This is an interesting like side swipe. You know, just the tattoo man is a part of this. It's cool. And then who winds up being important? How yeah, cool is right? that? That is pretty cool. That's what I mean. Dan Turpin has made his way to the Dark Side Club where he meets with Boss Dark Side. Um, Malcolm, for those who are uninitiated with the uh, Boss Dark Side and all that nonsense, I am going to give you one minute to explain to us what happened to the new gods. Your time starts now. Okay, uh, <laughs> fuck. I don't even know how to really do that in one minute. I'm just going to use the explanation that they use in the book. Um, the the new gods had a war, uh, and then uh, the, the good guys died, <laughs> and the bad guys won, but they took over bodies on planet Earth. Uh, this whole Club Dark Side thing was set up sort of like maybe like six months before this. Um, as being this new seconds. club that I'd set up uh, and some shifty shit was going on. I think they talked about it a little bit in like the Teen Titans run. But uh, it was all just a setup for this. Uh, club Dark Side, baby. 15 seconds, you gotta hold that. <laughs> I ran out of air. I ran out of air. Oh, God. Oh, God. That'll work. Save me. That'll work, my friend. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, um, all the new gods inhabiting human bodies and whatnot. Um, and they've been kidnapping kids, which is bad. Yep. And in For a reason. With the anti life equation. That's the reason. <laughs> <laughs> We see that uh, in response to the death of Orion, the Alpha Lanterns have arrived. The Alpha Lanterns are basically like the elite guard of the Green Lantern Corps. They are the top of the top. Um, they are the elite of the elite. Some of them got fat asses too, like Bodica. Bodica's got Christ, fat ass. Uh, Jesus. Welcome God back to Under damn. the Belt, a podcast of this podcast <laughs> where Malcolm basically thirsts all over the alpha lanterns yo no lantern escapes the alpha lanterns i ain't trying to escape <laughs> you mm. see that mouth hole thing they got what the My fuck <laughs> let me just say in brightest day in blackest night in blackest night we're gonna have some fun tonight let's yeah, go baby damn god damn reach mother mm. So then we cut to something that I just, for the life of me, I cannot give a shit about. I'm sorry. I can't. Okay, here's the thing. You don't I have can't. to fucking care about the monitors. Okay. You don't have <laughs> yeah. to care about the monitors. Yeah. The monitors are not important. The important thing is Nick's Wotan. The monitors. I'm sorry. The important you know, thing is that Nick's Wotan is cool, and he's being fucking persecuted for shit that's not his fault. Nick's Wotan is cool. Nick's Wotan is fucking cool. Cool dude. Uh, we're gonna get. We're gonna come back to Nick's Wotan. Uh, no joke. No joke, listeners. This character's gonna pop up a couple of times in the story. I completely forget he's in the story every, every time he time. Pop, pops yeah. up. Every yeah. time. Oh, yeah. The word. 
Yeah. I was just like, oh, I was like, oh yeah. What are you still important? Like really? Listen, the monitors are not fucking like no one cares about the monitors. I mean, that's kind of the point of Final Crisis. Also, like one of the points of Final Crisis is to get rid of the fucking monitors. Because no one cares about the fucking monitors. No one cares. (laughs) So, yeah, the monitors, they observe uh, the multiversal Ori, all the worlds and all the multiverse. They're the Watchers. Everyone's familiar with the concept of the Watcher now. They're more dickish than the Watchers. That's all. That's all you need to know. They look cooler, though. They all have, like, weird kind of, like, braids. Yeah. The braid hair, yeah, that's kind of cool. They're not bald, like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, they're all like bald in the front and then like streaks of hair going down the back, which is kind of cool looking. So, Nixwotan uh, and his uh, his lady love, Weejadel, are dealing with a lot of bullshit. Nixwotan is exiled to live among the germ people. Yeah, it's fucked up. Meanwhile, at some point in time, we see not Kamandi. Yes. No, Kamandi? this is this is not Kamandi. This is the first boy from before. The first boy, yeah. But again, it's the Statue of Liberty and the fucking... Uh, whatever. So, so that's the thing, because he's in his time right now as right. he's drawing the symbol. Yes. And then at the bottom, time has changed. And now ah. he is in the time of Kamandi. And so Kamandi's yeah. running up to him saying, listen, Metron gave you a weapon to use against the gods. We need that weapon. We need it now. <laughs> And he realizes that, oh, this is the weapon it's that he fire. gave me and draws the symbol on his face. He needs fire? He needs face paint? <laughs> he what needs face he need? paint. He needs a face he's gonna, paint. He's going to brand the, the symbol on his face. That's what he's supposed yeah. to do. He's like pointing fire in the symbol. It's just going to... Yeah. Uh, we this, is, this is literally the this is a tool. <laughs> like, yeah. That's yeah. all that is. Is uh, Metron <laughs> give you a tool to use later? <laughs> Nixwotan wakes up as one of the germ people, uh, not knowing anything about his prior life as a uh, as a monitor. Jesus Christ! Yeah, uh, that's that's the thing. You, they're not worth remembering. Yeah, like no one right. cares about the fucking monitors. Uh, no we also cares. get to see this great moment where the uh, the Justice League is trying to eulogize John, and our boy Ollie Queen is like, "Fuck that." Whoever did this to John will suffer, you hear me? Will suffer. God bless Oliver Queen. Maybe the best character in the DC universe. (laughs) 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 He's at least top five. Oh, we're we're getting to him in a little bit, trust me. Oliver Uh, fucking Queen. Chapter two, Chicken to Bloodhaven. Uh, We catch up with the coolest motherfuckers. Bro. They're the best around. Bro, the super young team? The super, super young, young, team. young team. Fucking rip, dude. <laughs> with uh with my favorite out of the whole group, I think his name is Superbat. Awesome Superbat. Super Fuck Bat. yes! Super with the coolest costume. Boy. Yo, these motherfuckers rule. <laughs> uh, we're also introduced to Sunny Sumo. Super Hell Sumo. Yes. Sunny Sumo. I love this guy. He's basically yeah. big, he's strong, he does not move for nobody. Nah. And as the uh, super young team comes to try and uh, get his autograph, they're like, hey, buddy, we want your autograph. He's like, no, nah, fuck you, I don't want to give you my autograph. And then he is approached by one Shiloh Norman. A- okay. A Mr. Miracle. Real quick, no one fucking cares about Shiloh Norman. <laughs> 
Hey man, I'm gonna throw that out there. Hey man, <laughs> what's wrong with Shiloh Norman? Shiloh Norman is not scot free. That's what's wrong. That's with the Shiloh only Norman. problem with him is that he's not scot free. Yeah, he's lame. <laughs> <laughs> scot free is awesome, and Shiloh Norman's kind of lame. <laughs> So it's see, such a uh, bummer. We see Nick Swotan go to his job at Big Belly Burger, and he is drawing <laughs> pictures. And he is a he is a good artist. Let me tell you what. He he's a good artist. He's a good artist drawing <laughs> some uh, things oh, yeah. that might be important later. Who knows? Yeah. And we see we see this. He probably great... uh he probably uh, draws uh for he draws for DC Comics under you know Aunt May after all that time you know he he could he could get it listen if Aunt May's still looking for submissions he could probably get a job at DC Comics bro the yeah. first character that we're introduced to in Ultimate X Men is fucking Nick Swotan that'd be fucking sick dude <laughs> that'd be so sick you fucking imagine Ugh. um we see Dan Turpin doing the Lord's work kicking the shit out of Mad Hatter hell yes <laughs> yeah oh my yeah. god. I was no two pages that made me happier than that. <laughs> <Seriously. laughs> just beating the shit out of him and be like, "No, I'm not done with you yet. Why are you crawling away? Fuck you! Come <laughs> here. Like, I want some more of you." <laughs> we see that at one point he took the toilet seat off and was just bashing him with We're it, just bashing his yeah. fucking head. Better than uh, let's just say it. Uh, yeah. We did forget to mention Dan Turpin uh, is. Maybe not so subtly based off of Jack Kirby. Yes. Which <laughs> yeah. is Especially if you better. watch Superman the Animated Series. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that it's literally just, just Jack, Jack Kirby. Kirby. Yeah. That's just Jack Kirby, yeah. Incredible. And that's why I love that they use Dan Turpin for this role in yes. this. Agreed. Yes. Like, I think that's kind of a stroke of genius on Morrison's part. Like, really they, they were fucking in their bag on that. Absolutely. But also, it's just cool to think that, oh, yeah, Jack Kirby hates the Mad Hatter. <laughs> that's kind of funny. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the equivalent funny. of Jack Kirby saying, yeah, I'll punch Nazis. Fuck Nazis. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Child molesters? No, fuck those guys. I'm going to beat the shit yeah, out of them. Fuck yeah. It's more than they deserve. <laughs> uh, speaking of more than we deserve, we get an egregious superhero funeral. He'll be back. I love Superman's speech here. Yeah. Uh, because, he and I mean, this is pure Morrison. Human. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is Pierre Morrison, but having Superman say, well, I'll miss him and pray for a resurrection, <laughs> like being super self-aware to like, oh yeah, we always come back. Like, yeah. I, I fucking we just gotta hope. that. We just gotta hope. Like, we, we just, just have hope. to, we just Time will tell. Like, come Time will tell. Yeah. <laughs> Everything will be fine. Though that is and that's so Superman to say. Yeah. That is an interesting way to look at it as well as just being like, he, he'll probably come back, but I mean, he might be unlucky. Who knows? That's the thing. Let's, we let's don't just know. Hope that he comes back. Yeah, let's, let's pray for a resurrection. Fucking perfect Superman speech here. Love it. So good. So we see the manipulation of the human flame as Libra turns him to his side. Uh, the Alpha Lanterns show up while the Justice League is doing an autopsy on Orion. And immediately, uh, Lantern Kraken is a problem but not mm. that kind of problem no she's kind of that kind of got this like crop top on i don't know bro careful malcolm your pan side is showing uh, i'm just i'm i'm losing you have to know, show bro. some decorum some some <laughs> respect and professionalism you show up in a swimsuit like this is your job 
Either She's way. caked up, bro. <laughs> that is not up for discussion. What is up for discussion? <laughs> you can be caked up and still be professional. Nah, bro. She don't care. It ain't her galaxy. <laughs> so oh, yeah. uh, John Stewart's doing the crime scene watch when all of a sudden he is attacked and he is mortally injured while the uh, Alpha Lanterns show up at Hal Jordan's place and say, hey, we're taking you in, buddy boy, for the murder of Orion and the attempted murder of your boy, John Stewart. Because obviously, you know, someone gets attacked. You got to assume it's a cop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three times out of five. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. either way. Mm-hmm. Uh, those odds. Those odds. Uh not we see good. that Kraken is back at the Hall of Justice. Batman encounters her and realizes she's manipulated. She's she is being controlled somehow. He goes to fight her. She kicks the shit out of him. Everything goes black. We cut to uh she, she also summons a boom tube. A boom tube. Yeah, boom As she tube. says, a new plaything for Granny. Granny. The life you knew is over. Mine now. Mine. So we see that uh, Granny Goodness has found her way into Lantern Kraken. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see Dan Turpin uh, confronting uh, Reverend Good. So he's in Bloodhaven. Yes. The, right. We'll, we'll just call it ground zero of literally everything that happens in this comic. Yeah, uh, Bloodhaven is still uh, horribly destroyed from the events of Infinite Crisis. Uh, right? Infinite Crisis. Yeah, yeah. When it got bombed okay. by Kemo. Yeah, by Kemo. And so we see Dan Turpin uh, brought down by uh, Reverend Good, who we can all assume is G. Gordon Godfrey. Is Jesse Jackson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rodney King? Oh, okay. I mean, it's it's literally good. just Jesse Jackson at the time. Like... Don King? John King here? No. Yeah. <laughs> All in America. <laughs> I got the greatest, the greatest competitor in the world. Maybe the funniest joke in Creed 3 is when they're talking about how he's like Don King minus the hair. <laughs> That's the maybe hair. the funniest fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Creed 3 rules. We'll also, Creed 3, that. an incredible movie. The most yeah, anime movie since that. Tokyo Drift. Holy shit. I mean, the last hour of that movie is just pure anime. Straight up anime. It's love it. wild. Also, a training montage that is just focused on being horny. Why not? <laughs> nice. It's, it's also, just the horny training montage. I've just been, I'm probably going to say it again, but I just want to say there's nothing more terrifying than the sound that... Um, that Jonathan Majors makes when he punches something. That, that like, like it's yeah. that's yeah. terrifying. And that's somebody, the sound that he uses like when he's like working out too, like when he's climbing the ropes. It's like, that sound. That sound is like, like it's terrifying. Shit. He's like ultimate Zangief. It's fucking awesome. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. So we movie over, rules. We cut over to um this lab that uh, command D Simeon and Makaro, I think is his name. Uh, yeah, Makar, uh, Makari, 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 Makari. That's the eternal. 
Is it? Uh, I think it's Makaro. Is it? Maybe it is. I, I'm... Either way, these two Either scientist douchebags are working <laughs> on uh, some cloning and other, you know, biochemistry bullshit where we find that Batman has been captured. He pleads with uh, Turban to warn everyone before he is locked up in this machine. We'll get back to him. Mm-hmm. We cut back to the Daily Planet. I love mm. just seeing classic Daily Planet. It's just Me nice. Yeah. It's my comfort. Me too. It's, it's uh, so much fun. We see... I, I love that Jimmy's uh, computer background is that fucking Jim Lee Superman. <laughs> Straight up. Yes! <laughs> Hilarious. Now we know that Jimmy Olsen right. takes pictures in uh, Jim Lee font. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we see... Uh, we see Lois give Jimmy something to uh, take to the uh, take downstairs. And then Clark sees Jimmy running away. He's like, wait a second. I just saw Jimmy downstairs. And Jimmy turns into Clayface before the entire top floor that they're all on explodes. Holy shit. Holy shit. Um, Superman obviously survives because he's Superman, but it is not guaranteed that everybody else does. Yeah. We cut back to the two best flashes, uh, Jay Garrick and Wally West in that order. And Whoa. they are <laughs> they are uh, showing up to uh, this place that has a lot of significance for Jay and Barry. This was where they met initially in the Flash of Two Worlds story. It has now been turned into a strip bar. Yeah, it's been turned into a strip bar and then was clearly like shut down. Yes, like, yeah, <laughs> because time stops for no one. Uh, they find that this was the headquarters, at least one of the headquarters of the Secret Society of Supervillains, uh, where they come upon Metron's chair, and as it pings, all of a sudden a vortex opens up, and they are met by Barry Allen chasing the bullets. And being chased by Donald Glover, the Black Racer. Hell yeah. <laughs> Look at that fucking costume, bro. Dude, this <laughs> Barry's costume should never be touched. I, and we're going to yeah. talk about this later. I'm going to mention it again. Yes. I love the seam lines on the yes. mask, on the costume. Yeah. Like, it's so old timey. It's perfect. Yeah. And they Good. fucking ruined it for the new 52. <laughs> And, and uh, I'm still mad about it. It's 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 maddening. And listener, uh, for the for those of you who don't know, at this point, Barry had been dead for like 20 years, mm-hmm. over 20 years. So uh, this was a big yeah deal. yeah uh, shit. 30? Oh, so this actually is the return of him. Oh, yeah. okay, I yes. didn't know that. This was like 2000. This is where he comes back. 2009. This is 2008, 2009. Yeah, yeah this is where Barry comes years. back, and we've had Barry since. Yeah since then but yeah. this was his ultimate return before we would then get flash rebirth which would install him directly into the rest of the flash books yeah. so chapter three no evil no as in k-n-o-w um we no, can catch- we talk about the covers the covers are really amazing let's talk about this yeah uh so jg jones has been doing the art up to this point for the issues uh, he also does the covers i think um but these covers are like super awesome yeah. where you get a main cover which is uh just a full portrait of a superhero so yeah yeah of someone some superhero first issue is hal jordan second issue is barry allen which i kind of have a problem with because it's specifically barry it's a large spoiler to have him on the main cover yeah uh third issue is supergirl 
uh, and they all have like a different like color motif also, which is really cool. Uh, and then very, the variant very covers, cross, yeah, yeah. And then the the variant covers you get uh, final on right side, crisis on the left side, like it, and then a small image in the middle that relates to the book. So yeah. like for this one, you get to see uh, a transformed Wonder Woman, which is really cool. Oof. Spooky, scary. And so we pick up with chapter three with uh, James Gunn's favorite team as Frankenstein <laughs> leads, leads the creature That's commandos. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's shade. The it's the agents of shade, which is actually better. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. It's like 5% better. 5%. I'll give you 5%. Um, and they are hunting for the question. Uh, Renee Montoya is able to get away as the world continues to kind of fall around them. When all of a sudden, who comes crashing down onto the streets below? It's Overgirl! Yep. Overgirl. Over ask. It's Nazi Supergirl. That's yep. all you need to know. Yes. Um, I can't stress this enough. Overgirl is a Nazi. Overgirl is a Nazi. Her mm -hmm. costume is super cool. Yeah, I really I like her the shorts. and Overman. I love the shorts. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. It's just cool, cool costume schemes. Really cool costume schemes. But uh, um, bad people. Bad people. Bad, 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 bad. People. Bummer, bummer of people. Let me Big tell you, bummer. Bummer um, people. <laughs> but she bummer. is from another Earth, which is why it's so strange that she's here. She immediately kind of passes out, and then who shows up? Some bad people. We cut over to Nick's Wotan being fired from his job, Ant-Man style. Mm -hmm. Ant-Man style, Austin yeah. Robbins always knows. And <laughs> cut back to the Flash fam, uh, where Jay, Jay is basically like, I fucking saw him. I saw him. I saw our boy, our Barry Allen. And we get this... Uh, back, we get basically the fill-in from the end of last issue where uh, three generations of Flash were running to catch this bullet while also being pursued by the Black Racer, but they weren't able to get fast enough, and the bullet struck Orion, and that's what killed him. Mm -hmm. The bullet um, launched backwards in time. Yes. Backwards and in so time. Barry and Wally decided to try and find the origin point, so they went off into the time stream. Jay being you know, a little bit on the older side, couldn't really keep up, so he returned to present day to explain what happened. Mm -hmm. uh, and we see also that moment when Black Racer was looming over uh, Orion and Dan Turpin, and now the Black Racer is in pursuit of the Flashes. Yeah. We see uh, Libra taking control of the Human Flame. Uh, submitting him to the anti-life equation by putting that helmet on him. And then we see that Libra has taken control forcefully of the secret society. Back at the Metropolis Memorial mm -hmm. Hospital, we see that uh, I believe one person, di Adele died. Yeah. Adele. <clears throat> we lost Adele. Moment of silence for Adele from Human Resources. Everybody loves the way you do. Oh, I was gonna go. The way you talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be some Adele song. 
I thought you were going to go with hello. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but we do see that uh, Perry's on life support, Dirk Armstrong lost a leg, and Lois is in critical condition. Uh, she had shrapnel in her heart, but Superman was able to get it out. Uh, Clark is despondent. He doesn't know what to do. He's going to stay by Lois's side. I get the feeling in this scene that Jimmy knows that Clark is Superman. I was going to bring it up. Uh, Morrison clearly wants Jimmy to know. Jimmy fucking knows. Yeah. The fact that Jimmy's like, listen, even Superman couldn't have saved her in time. Yeah. And he, he <laughs> like, says, like, he's subtly <laughs> telling you that I know that you're Superman. Yeah, he's Superman like, hasn't been seen since I'm alone together, Mr. Kent. Superman hasn't been seen since yesterday, and I thought I'd try to track him down, which is why yeah. he's there. Yeah. yeah. And Clark says, I guess Superman has problems of his own, Jim. I have to stay with my wife. And Jimmy leaves sad because he knows. Yeah, because he knows. Mm -hmm. uh, Clark is then approached by a mysterious person. And this is where we take a quick detour into Superman Beyond. <laughs> Superman Beyond. Do you want to talk about Superman Beyond? Because we, I, I don't even know how to really sum it up. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about Superman Beyond. Um, quick shout out to uh, Baikonon on Twitter, who replied to our call for questions with the uh walter white shouting from the back of the uh from the back of the station wagon meme with hank superman beyond is integral to final crisis you have to include it in the rating list hank <laughs> uh, so superman beyond is i can't remember this lady's name uh is recruited by essentially the mother of nix wotan to deal with a multiversal problem everything is burning the orrery of worlds is collapsing and she has collected the supermen of several earths to try and fix it this includes ultraman from the antimatter universe before it was i guess it's technically after because earth 2 had already come out but this was antimatter ultraman before he was earth 3 ultraman mm -hmm. uh, and also my boy captain marvel from earth 5 Hey, yo! As well the as real Captain Marvel. Hey, yo! As well as Overman <laughs> from Earth X. Hey, yo! Uh, and we find out that she has been corrupted by this creature called Mandrak. Uh, mm -hmm. I, for the life of me, kept reading it as Mandark. And Mandark. I So that's what I kept hearing. Uh, <laughs> who's basically wow, this... we're old. <laughs> Yay! But Not basically, really. that guy has done lots of stuff. Mandark so... is the man. Fuck, Mandrak is this multiversal vampire who is corrupting things across the multiverse and trying to collapse it. And so uh, he has turned uh, Nick Swotan's mother. Uh, this is where the uh, monitors really get involved. Uh, Superman and Ultraman cannot punch each other, even though they want to, because since mm -hmm. Superman is made of matter, Ultraman is made of antimatter, if they punch, it'll shatter everything. But then ultimately they do punch and they become this unified consciousness that inhabits this Superman mech that the monitors built to fight against Mandark. 
Mandrak, and he yeah, defeats Mandrak. Mandrak escapes. Um, Ultraman gets corrupted by Mandark to become a vampire, and Superman gets the key to saving his wife. That's Superman Beyond. That was great. That's you nailed what it. happens. That was amazing. Pretty good. All it right. sets the stage for everything, but it also gives us a reason for Superman not to be here during the main events of Final Crisis. That was amazing. Meanwhile, uh, we start off with no lantern escapes the Alpha Lanterns. No lantern as, escapes the Alpha Lanterns. As the Alpha Lanterns have uh, captured Hal Jordan, they're bringing him to uh, stand trial with the Guardians. Um, we have our boy Alan Scott who gets a lot of play in this event and I completely forgot about it and I fucking love it. Yeah, it's awesome. I love that Alan Scott and Jay Garrick, my two favorite old men, have large presences in this event. Would you say that they're the two best uh, Justice Society members? Yeah. Mm. Ah, see, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Because in that group, you have to include Ted Grant. Yeah, that's the thing. It's the Ted Trinity. Grant has to be included. If it's a top three, it's the three of them. No question. They're the Trinity, baby. I, I, because yeah. Jay Garrick for me is there. And then Jay Garrick is the best. Alan He's Scott the best Justice and, Society. Yeah. And uh, Ted Grant. Yes. While that's, that's exactly where I'm at. Yeah. Um, but we see that the forces of evil are bringing together an army and i love this i love this shit because again i love history i love lore wonder woman's like we don't have an army to fight them and alan scott goes hey did i ever tell you how president roosevelt helped us assemble over 50 mystery men and women as the all-star squadron so quickly back in the war and wonder woman's like fuck, we have to do a superhero draft. And all of a sudden, we get a superhero <laughs> draft. I love it. Call to arms, baby. Um, this is where the X. soundtrack, you can hear like the, the drumming of like military of like assembling people in this montage. No, no, no. what you hear Aaron is the fucking Justice League cartoon theme. The <laughs> dun, 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 yeah, that's what's playing. Because it's fucking iconic, baby. Anyway, so... When it goes into the jail, you can... Fuck, yeah. I love that song so much. Those themes are so good. <laughs> um, we also get a quick touch... Or a quick... Uh, Quick look at two characters who I am very curious about. I'm going to admit, I wasn't reading Aquaman at the time. And everyone's like, that strange Aquaman underneath the water. And I'm like, you guys know who Arthur Curry is. No, this this, this is not actual Arthur Curry. That's why. What? Yeah, so Aquaman at the time, uh, Arthur Curry after, or in the one year later stuff, uh, became kind of like a weird like sea kraken kind of thing. Uh, this is some other guy who showed up who looks kind of like a young Arthur. Who is also um, named Arthur. Who Who is going by Arthur Curry. Um, no one really knew what his deal was. This is from the Sword of Atlantis book, which wasn't very good. Did we um, find out who this guy is? I don't fucking remember. It doesn't matter because a year later, actual Aquaman comes back after Blackest yeah. Night. Doesn't so, matter. Yeah, doesn't fucking matter. But the more important thing, 
we get to uh, check in with our boy, Freddie Freeman. And the goat! And the fucking goat! Tawny! Goddamn, Talkie Tawny in his fucking suit. I love this motherfucker. I fucking love this dude. I love this dude. Talkie Tawny. Fucking love love, this. All right, that's This was a deep cut. We stand the Talkie Tawny in this house. This is a Talkie Tawny stand podcast. Fuck yeah. Talkie Tawny with a tiger wearing a suit. We don't fuck Get the fuck out. Probably my favorite like like addition to him later on is is, the jetpack. We're we're gonna get it. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it. He's Uh, up there for fashion icon of the week. He's up there for it. Yes. Uh, but we see that Freddie Freeman at this point is the champion of Shazam. He is Captain Marvel. Yeah, he is. Billy is missing. Mary is missing. Mm -hmm. And so he is Captain Marvel right now. Really cool stuff. Love this for Freddie. Um and we see the draft going into effect. We see uh, Arthur completely just bypass it because who the fuck cares? Uh, Freddy yep. is called in. Supergirl's called in. Uh, we uh, we see in the middle of Nookie, uh, Green Green Arrow and Black Canary. Sounds Malcolm right. passed out. <laughs> I almost passed out. Let me tell you. I just want um, to be in that room. Jesus Christ! Watching. <laughs> just, I do love yeah. Tony's like where. Honey, where's my jetpack? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we cut to. What do you coolest... mean, where's your jetpack? I am the greatest thing that's ever happened to you. I just need to see a, fe- a female tiger in an apron. She's like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> and so we see the coolest assemblage of legacy heroes. This is a altogether. good goddamn team. This is a, yeah. Look at this shit. We've got this is an army. Canary, we've got both Wildcats, Nightwings there, Robins there, mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, yeah. Jake Garrick's there. We have mm-hmm. motherfucking Commander Cassandra Steel. Kane. Cassandra Kane is there. Hell yeah. Our man, Liberty Bell. Liberty Bell. Yeah. Shout out to Liberty Bell. We're, we're a Liberty Bell house. I'm we're, sorry. We're a Liberty I, Bell house. I'm not a Jesse yeah. Quick dude. I fucking love Liberty Bell. I respect Jesse Quick, but Liberty Bell all the way. Liberty Bell all the fucking <laughs> way. Liberty Bell rules. And then we also see Jade, which is really exciting to see her. Yup. Ragman's there. Uh, on the far yeah. right, the goat, the other goat, Detective Chimp. Yo. Chimp, yes, yes. I was gonna say either Detective Chimp and Metamorpho way in the back is like yeah. kind of my favorite. And this is this is real good Metamorpho, where like after he's like merged with Shift, so like yes. he's a little bit more like Shift. Yeah, oh, good. Yeah. This is good Metamorpho. It's, this good is just a great assemblage. I this really is a great team. Everyone, yeah. Here. So this should have been the Justice League. Uh, so, bombshell yes. way in the back, by the way. That's fucking awesome. I don't what? know if you're familiar with not Bombshell from the Marvel Universe. Uh, <laughs> this is from Teen Titans Bombshell. Oh, I don't uh, she's so, cool. She's all silver. I don't give a shit. She's not Bombshell. She's cool. <laughs> she's not Lana. She's cool. So Lana! We, cut over, we cut over to uh, we cut over to Shiloh and Sunny Sumo. They are attacked. Uh, but they are rescued by the super young team. Really cool stuff. Most uh, excellent super bat drives up in his fucking cool ass car. Most excellent. They fly away. Uh, we see that Wonder Woman is catching up with the Atomic Knights uh, at Ground Zero of Bloodhaven, where they are checking out all of the, or trying to find out what happened to the initial team um, that they sent in and. 
surprise, surprise, they have all been murdered by who you ask? Mary Marvel. (laughs) Who is scary? She is terrifying in this. I do not like Mary Marvel. She is not not hot hot for a very specific reason. Not hot. Specifically not hot <laughs> for a very specific reason. Like, I need to make it clear. Listen, I know I'm the horny one on the show. And he this is. is not hot. Not hot. So Mary Marvel <laughs> is there. She has been turned by Dark Side and she is attacking everyone. Um, it's a it's a knockdown drag out fight. Really good stuff. Um, but at that moment she reveals that Dark Side has infected or rather the agents of dark side have infected technology and the internet with the anti-life equation and it opens up and we get a black screen i I love the cinematic of this where it's like shit shit pull the plugs before it everything goes black and then a little yellow light when boom both wally and barry show up and we don't know when, we don't know where they are. Again, the the seam lines on Barry's mask. It's so good. <laughs> so good. It's so, so good. good. JG Jones draws the fuck out of that costume. Hundred percent. Like holy shit. And they're like, okay, we don't know when we are, we don't know where the where we are. When all of a sudden they are beset upon by the Furies, the Furies consisting of Giganta, the Monster Woman, <laughs> the big woman still here, um, Giganta. Catwoman, Batwoman, and Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, we cut to, I believe this is chapter four? Four, baby. Yeah. yeah. With the best cover. Chapter this is f- the cover on chapter four does rule. It's the cover of the uh, Absolute Edition. Yep. As well. It's Dark Side with his two fists, and he's got Omega symbols on both fists. Dark Side, baby. Also, uh, because I am scrolling right now. There is a really cool moment that I forgot to mention about Superman Beyond. At one point, they say, the monitors of, like, we constructed this tombstone for you. And Superman writes what's on his tombstone. Motherfucker wrote, to be continued. The hardest shit. Yeah. Fucking Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) That's what you write on a fucking superhero tombstone. To be continued. That's, That's so cool. God damn, it's so cool. I'm telling you, Morrison gets that shit. He does. He really does. Like, that's that's it. So chapter four, Darkseid says, uh, we see the effects of the anti-life equation driving everyone mad. Uh, the Ray shows up uh, as basically uh, Hermes, Mercury, whatever you want to call it. It's the messenger yeah. of the gods because he's going around spreading the good word with editions of the Daily Planet. I love that mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Ollie is holding the <laughs> fort down at the Hall of Justice where he has apprehended Tattooed Man who had been, I believe he talks about being saved by Black Lightning before Black Lightning was forced to submit to the anti-life that, equation. That happens in a one-shot called Final Crisis, colon, submit. Submit. Oh, that was a, one, that was a one-shot? I actually read that. I was wondering, like, why you guys... Yeah, like, I was going to say, that's... That's included in most editions of Final Crisis, but yeah, yeah, yeah because Morrison wrote it. Um, ah. So yes, oh. that is that was a one shot. Okay, I didn't know that. So we see that the uh, the Hall of Justice is home to uh, Green Arrow, Black Canary, Oracle, Barbara Gordon, as well as yeah. 
the uh, the Flash family, the Flash Widows Club, which is uh, just really uh, sad. <laughs> really funny though. It's Linda Park, Joan West, no, Joan Garrick, uh, and we've got Jay and Irie. I fucking love them. I I like them now. I think they are better characterized now than they were when they first debuted. Final Crisis? Like you, you uh, like them no, better now modern is in day. Like modern than, day. Yes. Then when they totally first agree. debuted in the 2000s, they were a fucking mess. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I forget what worst. Jay's code name is, but Irie just got her code name. Uh, and it's good. Thunderheart, bitch. Thunderheart. Love Thunderheart. shit. Love it. Um, so we see that the world has gone mad. This is one of their last holdouts. Um, we see what happened to the Atomic Knights, and it makes me really sad. Yeah. Mostly yeah. because of their dog, Steve. It's the, it's the giant Dalmatians. Yeah. Dalmatians are my favorite dog, and, like, always have been. This, this page breaks my heart. Really, yeah. really upsetting. Uh, we see that, um, whatever, Simeon and Makaro have been uh, working on bringing a new body together for Calabac while they are focusing on turning Dan Turpin into Darkseid. Mm -hmm. And this new body, this motherfucker looks like a battle beast. Yo! Yes, wannabe yeah. battle beast motherfucker. Right? Like, isn't it funny that like Michael Jordan, who voices Battle Beast, voices Calabac? That's uh -huh. a good fucking pull. Uh -huh. And the in the animated Superman that series, so, like pull. I just pull on. Yeah, I think that's exactly. exactly. I swear to God, that's why they got Michael Jordan to be Battle Beast. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know dope. it's easy because he's Worf and like it's perfect, but. Also, Michael Doran doing career work right now. Let doing me tell career you. Career work. Uh, for card season three? Holy shit. Yeah. He is killing it right now. He's doing the Fuck, work. it's good. What he's doing. But we, we cut back to the Hall of Justice where they know that uh, time is short. We don't know exactly how they are going to get connected with everyone. When we find out that the Secret Society had something called the Unternet that they used mm -hmm. as a second internet to communicate. And the Ray and Mr. Terrific are now using it to communicate with their network of heroes, which I fucking love. So I love that. They've collected at watchtowers. I believe there are seven watchtowers around the world. Yep. They're all holed up in. Uh, and we get to see fucking motherfucking alan goddamn scott give the speech of a fucking lifetime alan scott who clearly loves morrison's x-men or not morrison uh claremont's x-men run yeah and loves uh, days of future past with his fucking like <laughs> murder board yeah m.i.a though to be fair injured, there's only like... one person who is confirmed murdered yeah. everyone else is either m.i.a corrupted or or uh, off world, off -world. Yeah. <laughs> Though I also fucking love the random inclusion of Kingdom Come Superman on this. Yeah, what is with that? That is because in the JSA book at this the time, JSA he book. was around. But he yeah. wasn't oh, he, he okay. wasn't around here. That was, and he doesn't show up in Superman Beyond, which is really strange. He doesn't. No, That's, no, but yeah. he he was around so recently that like, you know, I, decided to I could understand assuming that he might be uh, yeah. dependable. That's fair. He, at this point, did go back to his Kingdom Come universe. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, 
I also want to point out my my favorite JSL uh, JSL uh, like secret uh, J- J- Justice Society member Sandman the uh, nice. the, the old school Sandman uh, right yeah there. old school pick. Sandman with the hat Good yeah pick. with the hat and the mask yeah I was uh, the, I really loved that character that is a great that. Uh, I, I also on this. John Stewart has a really gnarly scar on his face oh yeah in that picture which I've never oh, seen yeah. before. Uh, that'd be really cool if John Stewart just John Stewart just always had that scar. I think it'd be actually really cool. It's that would give him I don't know scar. maybe two percent of a character. Oh so he would have two percent character. <laughs> yeah, Alan Scott the gives the fucking speech of a lifetime as everyone is oh, yeah. fighting to protect these watchtowers. Um, Freddy, Captain Marvel, has gone to recruit Black Adam, who is still sitting there from the end of Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam. waiting to be picked up (laughs) he decides you know what fine I'll go fight in your final battle but we see (laughs) that Tattoo Man has kept the circuitry to defeat the anti-life equation as a tattoo on his body dope as fuck dope as fuck dude Um, they they realize that Black Lightning and the other soldiers of anti-life have broken into the Hall of Justice they need to leave Meanwhile, we catch up with the Flashes dealing with the Furies. And this motherfucker is how you write Barry Allen. He is Reed Richards yes. with speed powers. Yes! God damn it! Yes! Like, when he said flashbacks, fucking chill down my spine. So, <laughs> Mama! Like, he's, like, um, uh, he's like, an unknown force just reverse engineered me to life out of a blizzard of faster than light particles. I'm sorry I seem a little abstract. Like, He's the scientist. And then turns it into yeah. charm immediately. It's a curse of the Flash family. Everything gets done on the run and life happens in the rearview mirror. My God. It's good to see you, Wally. Oh, like, he's, I, just, he's, I just started crying. Yes, that's the thing. This I is why I love, love Barry Allen. And unfortunately, this Barry Allen died in 2011. Yes. <laughs> and has never been seen since. Oh, <laughs> and it's such a shame. Uh, we shame. see the flashes fighting the Furies, and they're able to escape uh, back at the hall of back at the hall of justice. Uh, <laughs> everyone manages to escape, but Ollie decides to hold the line. I love this shit. I mean, this shit still tears me up. When this is some this is some Green Arrow shit that yeah. I could see like in the show. You know, I could totally see this shit. He's, this is this is who this character is. He yeah. sends Black Canary off with uh, Linda and the kids, and he's like, I worked out the angles. They won't get me. I'll use the anti-anti-life arrow. And just any time that he calls her Pretty Bird, I'm just I, like... It's the him putting his hand up on the tube, like, Pretty Bird. And Fuck. she just goes, Ollie, my beautiful Robin Hood. And then they all disappear. Like... Oh, so good. Oh, man. So good. <laughs> Black Lightning busts in with the Hounds of Dark Side as Oliver makes his last stand. And of course, he would be the one to make his last stand. This quote where he's like, uh, they, they're like, Interlife justifies our actions. He's like, is that so? Well, my absolute hatred of dog riding totalitarian fucks justifies this. <laughs> like, of course, he'd rebel against this fascist bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's ultimately overwhelmed and is forced to submit to the anti-life equation as Dan Turpin's metamorphosis into Darkseid is complete. 
I love this bit too of the Reverend being like, all right, give us a sign, great dark side. Thumbs up for the triumph of the human spirit or thumbs down to summon a day of Holocaust that will never end. And you have Dan Turpin's like uh, uh, internal monologue, which is awesome because it's on the like written notepad yeah, pages, notepad. which is really cool. Uh, him being like, it's my like wrestling with dark side. This has been my choice, all mine. And in the end, you know, <laughs> he says the choice is simple because here at the end, there's no choice at all. There's no choice at all. Only apocalypse and dark side forever. Give it. And then you turn the page and, the and it's just this big old thumbs down oh! of dark side in the helm. Yeah. Like it's big so thumbs cool. down. And that's in the regular version. That's where you get the title also. And it says oh, really? dark side says, yeah. So it's oh, like, it's, it's perfect. Perfect. Shit is so fucking good, man. Rules! Like, oh, <laughs> rules! So uh, chapter five kicks off with uh, basically we are bringing the cavalry together. This is, chapter is called Into Oblivion. And Jordan's on trial. Uh, and then my boys show up. Kyle Rayner and Guy yes. Gardner are like, this yeah, is bullshit. Yeah, buddy. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> She's corrupted, and they're able to uh, defeat Alpha Lantern Kraken, who's revealed to be Granny Goodness. Um, however, the Owen or the Owens have absconded with the Lantern to keep it safe during this time of crisis. They have a protocol for that, which I yeah. love that. That's cool. Absolutely. Really cool, yeah. But it means that there's no recharges. Everyone's mm -hmm. rings are stuck at what they've got, and the amount of power that they have is the amount of power they have. No more. And so they all decide, we're going to go to Earth. We're going to try and figure this out. Dude, I know you're not a HAL guy, but this like sequence is awesome. Of, it's pretty cool. Of it's how pretty, being, yeah. of Guy being like, listen, Darkseid's dragging all of our friends to hell. How's like, then I say we go in after him, Guy. You, me, Kyle, anybody else who wants to. And we kick his ass. And <laughs> Solid gives him his rings. And the, land, uh, the Guardian's like, cleared of all charges. You have 24 hours to save the universe, Lantern Jordan. Fucking cool, it's dude. Fuck. That's so cool. Dope it's so cool. Fuck. I do have a problem so with the introduction of Kyle and... Uh, Kyle and Guy, Guy Gardner. They're like, Honor yeah. Lantern Gardner, Rainer. And I'm like, nothing, no honorific. I mean, I mean, Rainer, he didn't, he, former, he wasn't, he former, wasn't that at this time. Former fucking host of Ion, embodiment of Will. <laughs> he wasn't that at this time either. Like, that's the I thing. But at least, I mean, Guy was an Honor Lantern <laughs> at this time. Ever. He was part of the Honor Guard. What the fuck ever. So. Uh, so we see, <laughs> yeah, we see uh, Renee Montoya has been recruited by Checkmate. Uh, they're mm -hmm. in the midst of activating yeah. their. Are those Manhunters or Amazos? Those are Omax. 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 Yeah. Not yeah. not Omax from Infinite Crisis. This is original Mohawk Jack Kirby Omax. Omax. Yeah. Because this entire Mohawk, event yes. is just a love letter to Jack Kirby. Fucking love it. Jack Kirby's literally yeah. a character and he's literally the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> we see that uh, the Furies have been assembled, which means that Wally and Barry did not go to an alternate time. They just went to the future. 
Mm-hmm. Everyone is making their last stand. Uh, the super young team shows up. Fucking love it. Uh, I, I just I just love seeing them. I love seeing them. They just they're rule. Cool. They're, they're so, so fun and they're cool. so teen drama. Um, we see back in Bloodhaven, Calabac is leading a charge uh, of his tiger warriors when some folks are bald, made to wave the flag. Ooh, that robot <laughs> in blue. Fucking everyone yeah. shows up. Everyone rolls That's in on motorcycles. It's so tight. It's so <laughs> yeah, it's so good. That's, That's a good two-page spread. Uh, you know what's the best part of this? Fucking Liberty Bell and Our Man on the same motorcycle, and Our Man holding on to Liberty Bell. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's doing the never-ending story, like yeah. yeah he's, he's literally yeah. yeah. Fucking rules. <laughs> never-ending oh, story. And so they engage. They are trying to. This is their last stand. Their last big push of the of the war. If they don't win here, they don't win. Final battle in Bloodhaven. Um, Mary Marvel shows up to attack Supergirl when she is absolutely fucking bodied by Black Adam. Yeah. Um, yes. Real awkward Sick. moment when Black Adam's kicking the shit out of her and she's just like, hit me again. Mm. I'm like, no, I don't. Uncomfy. Yep. Nope. And this is when you get the reveal because uh, Black Adam is like, yo, I looked in her eyes. I saw a leering old man in her eyes. She's possessed. By Desaad. By, by Desaad. That fucking creep. I hate him. Ugh, so fucking uh, creepy. God. So the, the only solace that I get is knowing that eventually she recovers and she goes on to become the new champion of Shazam. Only to have that taken away from her. Which is bullshit. But we're, but I, I, I mean, I know, but that's the thing. I know, I, I know. I'm, I want that. I, want I honestly, that. I mean, not I, at the fucking price of Mary. I know, I Mary's know. earned it. <laughs> God damn it. I kind of wish we had Mary as the lead for Wade and Mora. Like, yes, I that would be way more interesting. Either way, hmm. um, the battle continues. Meanwhile, Nick Swotan is thrown in a cell with uh, two other people who can't be corrupted by the um, by the equation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they try to um, get him to remember, and Nick Swotan remembers the name of his love, Ouija Dell, as a person in a wheelchair is able to solve the rubik's cube in 17 moves which is said to be impossible and the rubik's cube pings big old blast of energy we cut back to the uh secret society who are um about to hang the calculator because he was a mole and then because it's revealed he the internet he the wasn't internet. even a mole it's just that he created the internet but they believe that he was the one that allowed them to do that when in reality uh-huh. it's revealed it was fucking dr savannah <laughs> i to the fucking what? no love. it's sexy lexi either way they're working together sexy yeah. lexi baby fucking dr savannah is incredible i just i love everything about <laughs> yeah. dr. savannah that little shit that little shit i agree with that too uh, the lanterns show up on Earth, but they are unfortunately not able to quite get there yet because there is a time and space vortex that is warping everything around it. Um, we see that Darkseid has come into his power just as Nixowotan has come 
into his. The and here we get all evil is the here. fashion icon of the week. Fashion icon this of the week. Fucking costume is fucking so rules. cool. He looks like static, but like hella adult static shock. It's fucking sick. It it is dope as fuck. Um, so we then make a quick detour into Batman 682 and 683, uh, entitled The Butler Did It. Basically, uh, this, this two-parter, uh, penciled by Lee Garbett, which I really enjoy. Beautiful looking. Beautiful looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, is basically Bruce going through everything that's happened to him. He is locked into this machine, and so he is reliving all of the events of his life. Um, him becoming Batman, and then there's this great moment as well where they're like, oh, I shudder to think of all the other things you could have been. And we get him as Killer Moth, which I, I love. I love that. That costume's cool. Yeah. As well as, I want to call him Sidewinder, but the yeah, Batman was called Sidewinder. Right. Yeah. Like, so I don't oh, know exactly of, what yeah. his code name would be. Right. I guess that's fair. But he, was but he looks like a Power Ranger, which is cool. Which He's is called the spot. Green Viper. Yeah, that's, that's Love it. Got there you go. Green Viper. Yeah. There it is. There you go. Hell yeah, there it is. About that? Green Viper. Um, that. But we see that Batman is reliving all of these moments of his life uh, due to the effects of the machine, which is being used to clone him and make an army of evil, mindless Batman clones. The perfect weapon. Because they know that his will is unbreakable. And if they have an army of unbreakable Batman clones, they can win any war. They're sure to win. Love uh, that. I also love the moment where he's just like the the micro naps. Yes, I love that too. Yeah, it's it's like, very Diedrich Baker. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's and then immediately just wakes up. He's like, hmm. Of course, <laughs> Doctor Death. Doctor Death was supplied by uh, AP uh, chemical. Apex Chemicals. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking great. Uh, but we see like his early adventures, and it's basically a recap of his entire career as Batman. Uh, we see the death of the Flying Graysons, Robin being taken in, becoming uh, becoming his crime fighting accomplice, uh, the evolution of Batman becoming the smiling Batman that we know and love. Um, Bruce talks about the uh, changes in the Joker, how much everything has uh, changed in this era of funny, silly, goofy nonsense. Yeah, how all of it feels like it belongs in the Black Case book. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is fun. <laughs> uh, the Which debut fun. of the first Batwoman and Batgirl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with Batman, you know? prepared to marry this woman i and, love the robin beat here yeah. a robin being like no i'm just wondering like are we always going to be like you know I, I just thought it was always going to be us you know yeah. <laughs> like yeah. is she like joining like is this a thing <laughs> <laughs> and so we see the unfortunate end of that relationship um i forget what happened but i'm assuming she i mean it's it's assumed she died here though keep a pin in that I think. Uh, but she's, I mean, she died. Uh, this was Bruce's first big heartbreak in the Cape and Cowl. And it's, and we find out that upon a breakup, Bruce does the same thing I do, puts himself in isolation for 30 days. 
and <laughs> doesn't speak or talk to anybody to simulate the feeling of death. Mm -hmm. We've all been and that's when he meets breakup. one Dr. Hurt. Simon Hurt. Mm. <laughs> and mm. this is also when we're introduced to the lump. Yeah, the baby. One controlling all this. And I just picture like, hi, I'm Dr. Simon Hurt. And it comes to him, he's just like, Hurt. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I like that. That's how I picture his his voice. And so that's really good. Uh, oh, that's man. We see that the that the lump is basically uh, walking Batman through all of these memories while inhabiting the body of Alfred. Uh, we get this great moment where he talks about it. he's like he keeps coming back different. And then we see that scene with Joker where he's like, I'm thinking practical jokes next time around, you know, marking the change from the Silver Age goofiness of Joker into the Joker that would go on to kill Robin, as we see. Uh, mm -hmm. We see Dick getting ready for his first outing as Nightwing. Um, his almost retirement of Batman. And then we get a shift because he almost cracks it. He almost realizes that he's in a dream. And then we shift to a world where his parents didn't die and he grew up as a med student. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, the I love part this part. This, Butler did again. This is one of my favorite parts. Yeah, yeah, where he's just like, "I have lunch and cocktails planned, and yet another visit with my psychiatrist." <laughs> and then they talk about the grinning mental patient that poisoned the reservoir. Um, we get more clips from his life, the son of the bat story, which is now officially canon. Uh, we see Batman fighting Man Bat as they talk about the really sad murder case a few years back where a circus boy's parents were assassinated and he went out to avenge them. The Joker killer kidnapped him and kept him alive for 10 days. They never found the body. Horrifying. 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 Uh, we see Bruce encounter Selena Kyle and be completely duped by her, which is hilarious. I love this is uh, 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 Anne Hathaway, Selena Kyle, right yes, there. Yes, bitch. <laughs> 100%. Nice. Uh, I fucking Bruce love this bit. Goes down into the well where we would eventually see him become Batman and finds the body of that poor circus boy. Mm -hmm. Um. We have him relive the death of Jason Todd. Uh, I'd love how terrifying this is. It's like, hey, I'm still here. He's calling Alfred. He's like, have you heard anything from Jason? And Alfred goes, sir, not since odd. My watch stopped. And we see the bloody crowbar. Oh, oh. the visual of that. It's just yeah. oh, heartbreaking. Oh, so good. Then we get Batman pulling Jason's body out of the fire. Uh, references to the killing joke. I love the moment mm -hmm. where we get Batman sitting in the chair and he's like, I need to see it every day. As I love Alfred that. puts up Jason's costume in the case. Uh, we see that all of this is not keeping Bruce in a dream. It's reinforcing his journey and reinforcing mm -hmm. his will and his strength of spirit. Which While also messing with the clones, the clones are like trying to kill themselves in their tubes because, because they, they can't know. take the pain. Yeah, they ah, oh, it's so good. Which is awesome. That is the coolest. 
we see the debut of Tim Drake. We see the lump trying to break Batman through Nightfall, but he keeps coming back over and over and over. I love the lump weaponizing his memories. Like, that's so so cool. This is a cool two-parter. It's so fucking cool. Yeah. And Batman says, tell them they can have it, referring to his memories. He's like, you can have it too if you can bear it all at once. And again, just the clones ripping themselves to pieces. Uh, The scientists decide the lump is losing control, so they're just going to kill it. So they shoot it until it dies. Um, And Batman, you know, is clutching the lump as it dies. And he's like, if I die, we both die. If I live, you live on in my memory, lump. You know me now as well as anyone. I'll find the men who killed you. You need a jolt to get you moving? And the lump fucking summons its strength from the memories, from the lasting memories, the most recent ones. Damien showing up, Thogal, R.I.P., Zuranar, and the lump fucking charges. How cool is this? It's so cool. It shouldn't be able to move, but it does. But it it does, off the pure will of Batman. Immobile, you said. (laughs) so good um and i just i need a disguise he said and i thought he'd finally gone mad with grief especially those next words but when i saw what he meant when i watched how he surrendered himself to an ideal how he used each ordeal each heartache and failure to become a better man in the service of others what could i do but stand in humble awe and keep his wounds clean and his uniform tidy and send him safely on his way i shall become a bat and we find out that this last monologue is alfred talking about how batman went on his final case and he knows that batman is missing but he says and yet i can see him now in the grip of implacable forces innumerable foes somewhere without hope in a place where all seems lost, and I know this, the enemy will look away for just a moment, underestimating him for that single fraction of a second too long. And no matter how dark the night, there will be no hiding place for evil. You get this boss-ass, like, oh, last page of Batman standing on the shelf. Like, God so cool. Damn. So good. So uh, cool. Which catches us up at Chapter 6 of Final Crisis, How to Murder the Earth. Superman, making his way back from Superman Beyond, uh, has shown up in the 31st century and encounters Brainiac 5, who introduces him to the Miracle Machine. uh, A machine that can take a single thought and make it reality. Terrifying. Um, Superman is like, I'm being pulled back to my time. I can't reach it. And Brainiac says, you don't need to reach it. Just look at it. Make that thought true. So cool. It's so cool. Uh, We come back to present day. Very cool. Dinah is dealing with the loss of Ollie just as he comes back with a vengeance alongside the other anti-life soldiers to invade the Watchtower. Uh, Supergirl and Mary Marvel continue to fight. Uh, Black Adam continues to fight as well when Freddy decides, I know what can fix her. So he goes and grapples with Mary, trying to um, get her to remember who she is. 
this is when Black Adam reveals the Desaad connection, where Desaad is controlling her. Again, icky as fuck. I hate Gross. It. Meanwhile. Yeah. Meanwhile. We see yeah. Kalabak engaging one jet-packed tiger dressed in a dapper-as-fuck suit. Takitani is at the feet of Kalabak. Kalabak is about to strike the killing blow. He says... My friends, my friends, sir, call me Taki. My name in my own tongue translates as Tawny. But don't let my cultured tones deceive you. Tawny bites! And he just throws himself at Kalavak. So sick. Fucking amazing. Hank McCoy so could never. Hank McCoy could never. <laughs> Hank McCoy wishes. Oh my god, that's Taki Tawny bites uh. the shit out of this man, and they continue their fight. Fucking love it as the uh, tiger soldiers watch on. Um, Taki is about to get a you know about to receive a killing blow when all of a sudden he lunges up and slashes Calabac in the stomach, defeating him. Fucking uh amazing, Cal- right? Disemboweling this guy as he falls to the ground. Ugh. And he's like asking his soldiers to help him, help him. And the tiger soldiers are like, no help. Be not strong. Survival of the fittest, baby. So yeah. then you get the sick bit of like Tawny like standing up, adjusting himself. I mean, like, uh, adjusting you know, the, the fucking bow tie like he's legendary or some shit. Yeah, legendary yeah. tiger tea, you know, confers the strength of 10, at least for a little while. I'm sorry we all had to meet under these appalling circumstances, but mm, do your worst, gentlemen. And he he's ready to fight eyes. all of them. He's ready to fucking go. And he opens his eyes, and all the tiger soldiers are just bowed to They're him. Because he was the strongest, which and is fucking they... awesome. Ah, now they follow him. <laughs> Now they follow Takitani. Which is so sick, dude. Uh, so meanwhile, sick. in all this, Freddy is able to grab onto Mary and Shazam, both of them, back to normal. And I love the implication of this, that Mary is like, I can't say the word again. Because then he comes back. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. starts them on a path which I, mm-hmm. I really enjoy the redemption of that mm-hmm. following this. That's good stuff. Um, we cut back to the castle, which is their their big stronghold where everybody's kind of holding up to direct most of the mindless forces while the main squad attacks Bloodhaven. Uh, theories show up. They're doing their thing. But then we get the greatest moment in this entire story where everyone's running down their list of superpowers. And <laughs> Shiloh Norman goes to Superbat and he says, Superbat, you never told me what your power was. And Superbat says, I have the greatest power of all, Mr. Miracle. I am so rich I can do anything. Because Superbat was the one to say that, not fucking Batman. Fuck you, yeah. Justice League movie. <laughs> I love it. I am so rich, I can do anything. Do anything. As he's pulling out this like, war suit. weird helmet thing. Yeah. It's a oh. badass like mech suit. <laughs> so cool. So the uh back on the watchtower, um the bat the forces of good and evil are battling. Uh Ollie is rescued by Dinah as per usual. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. back at Checkmate, we see the two the two Adams, Ryan Choi and Ray Palmer 
are about to head into another universe to try and stem things their way. Uh, really upsetting one was the psychics room. Where oh my they just God. have a full just room of psychics trying to break the anti-life equation. But they're like, eyes are just bloodshot. They're bleeding from the nose and mouth. The, the image of Miss Mar- uh, Miss Martian yeah. is upsetting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's really upsetting. We see the Mystics room trying to contact the Spectres, Zatanna doing her shit. And then we see a very interesting room where yeah. it looks like Checkmate are doing experiments on Overgirl. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Don't like that. Don't like that at all. Um, you know what else I don't like? Motherfucking Lord I. Uh, yes. <laughs> Checkmate has learned nothing as we come to find uh, out and have enhanced Brother I to the point that it can now move through multiverses. Yep. Oh. It's through bad. templates, those clones of like fucking Renee Montoya is the question. <laughs> They're going to send it <laughs> to other universes. Uh, that doesn't smell like a bad idea to anybody? <laughs> I think that's a bad idea. Checkmate, what the fuck? <laughs> no, nobody? Just me? Nobody? Just just me. All right. So Savannah and Lex then spring their trap. They rebel against Libra and are able to escape. Uh, back with the Flash family. Again, the seam lines on the boots. Oh, my God. <laughs> that panel is so good. That one it's panel, so cool. like, you just get Barry's boots right there in the forefront. Wally is bent down, like, between his legs you got fucking uh, Jay in the rules. background Iris on the couch so Iris on the couch like it's a great fucking look god and so the flashes are going to try and do their hail mary using the black racer against dark side and i love this moment where wally goes barry i think i met this guy before when he was called the black flash I outran him and Barry fucking smirks. And he's like, I bet you did. Awesome. Fuck, dude. Cause he knows Wally's faster than him. Awesome. And, and he's such a proud dad moment. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So cool. Yeah. And so God, they're like, I, okay. God, I miss Barry Allen so much. Barry Allen, man. And so the two of them are like, okay, we're going to go use the black racer. Jay, keep Iris safe. And they fucking jet off. Meanwhile, Batman, fresh out of being freed, finds Darkseid in the throes of achieving omnipotence and omniscience. Mm -hmm. He is about to win. And Batman says, I made a very solemn vow about firearms, but for you, I'm making a -a once-in-a-lifetime exception. Pulls out this gun, and he fires the bullet that killed Orion straight into Darkseid's chest as he shoots out the Omega Beams and shoots him in the chest. The bullet would then travel backwards through time. We now see the origin point of the bullet that would eventually kill Orion, and it in fact helped to kill two gods. As Batman, the Omega Beams doing their weird bouncy bullshit, making their shapes as they come to Batman, and he just goes, gotcha before he is struck by the Omega Sanction and seemingly killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the heroes are able to uh, continue to turn the tide until they hear a boom off in the distance. And the Fury Wonder Woman says, look up in the sky. Yeah. And fucking Superman 
some folks have all made to wave the flat like he just fucking comes through heat vision blazing like a fucking da, 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 star in the night da, da, this is one of the scariest yeah terrifying like this is this is what Zack snyder wants superman to be all the time I swear to God, this is yeah. the one page that Zack Snyder saw of Superman. I was like, oh, yeah, that's Superman. That I was makes like, sense. Yeah, that's Superman. <laughs> <laughs> like, I swear to God, this so, is the one page. <laughs> Superman is able to help defeat uh, the forces of Darkseid. He throws himself into that building where Darkseid and Batman were. And then we get this final shot of him stepping out of the rubble, seemingly with Batman's dead body. Chapter 7 new heaven new earth we get the debut of one calvin ellis president superman i mean yeah baby inferior costume let me just say fucking bet in a superior costume i say inferior costume costume. i like his new costume because this is just this old school superman costume with his yeah i I like like that i like the new one I like Except this one. New one's okay. I, I don't know. I like the flip. That's what's kind of cool. I love the flip of the S. That's what it is. That is cool. colors. Yes. Yeah, that, that's the thing. I mm, I love I that. didn't notice that until like I was like, wait a minute. What's wrong with this? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's reverse color. It's cool. Because everyone in this world is reverse color. He and, Wonder Woman. and he's got the symbol on his cape. I love that shit. <laughs> Eat yep. that shit I, up. Jacob, oh I'm right there God. with you. Same the here. Cape needs oh that fucking symbol. It needs that fucking, fucking symbol. Fucking <laughs> symbol on the, cha- on, the, on the cape. I love that shit. It's my favorite thing. It makes no sense to me, but I love it. <laughs> so they're dealing with a red sky crisis of their own when all of a sudden a a vehicle of some kind busts through the fabric of reality yeah the steps motherfucking captain marvel of earth five <laughs> alongside our girl renee montoya the question with a collection of supermen from across the multiverse renee montoya in a dope ass new costume dope fucking yeah. costume. hot dude good dude. for her yeah. look at sick and we see the that they are Global collecting peace supermen. agent hell oh. yeah fucking love it and so we see back at the watchtower where space-time folded down this was everything we could salvage they are trying to finish this they're trying to finish the fight superman is there he's clutching the dead body of batman uh dark side will not submit he says you have to kill me Superman realizes that this is the body of Dan Turpin being possessed by Darkseid. Meanwhile, the flashes suddenly come fucking th- ripping through here like lightning. And they have brought... I I love this bit. It's so good. <laughs> they have brought the black or the black racer with them, and they are running so fast that their sentences are running together. And Bar- I love this fun. moment from Barry. He's like, "Only we can divert those and make a." Omega Finder beams uh, at light speeds, time stops, death to flash fact. Like, ah! And so mm-hmm. they are running, 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 running. And all of a sudden, I love the moment where we see Barry and Wally running in one direction, the bullet going in another. Yep. And as they're doing that, Superman's in the middle and he looks like Barry Allen? Just for a moment, he's like, which is fucking cool. He just gets a glimpse of him real quick. Yep. And he's like, wait, is that Barry Allen? (laughs) 
Is that awesome. CSI scientist Barry Allen? <laughs> is that, is that, his name is Barry Allen? Yeah! Da, da, is that, his da. name is Barry Allen? <laughs> he is the fastest man alive. When this was, was I mean, this was before, it's, you know, when so he was a weird. boy. You're right. You're right. It's it's so weird. You remind me of my buddy Grant Gustin. He looks just like you. <laughs> just like you. Um, so the flashes are able to vibrate themselves through uh dark side as the black racer says, I come to all, even you. As Donald Donald Glover attacks Pierce. Yo, Troy gets his ultimate strikes ring. Pierce down. Um, yes. We see that Darkseid has been purged from Dan Turpin's body, which is wonderful. But the anti-life is still around as Superman is trying to remember how to build the miracle machine from the one moment that he got to glimpse it. Um, uh, Superman it. sitting in Metron's chair. Dope as fuck. Designing the machine. That yeah, fucking Batman's rule. keeping cowl with, with Batman's over the side. Cowl over the side. That yeah. rules. Because <laughs> I know so that even good. though Darkseid is gone, without purging the world of the anti-life equation, doesn't mean anything. They won't have won. Yeah. yeah. So we see uh, Hawkman and Hawkwoman uh, burn up to save the world. They both die in this moment, I'm assuming, because that's what they do. Yeah, that's what they do. Um, we see <laughs> well, the yeah. supermen of they all die. worlds have been collected. Uh, Overman is uh, reunited with Overgirl, who is dead. Uh, weird how she was just placed outside of the castle. Yeah. My checkmate. Huh. A little interesting. Like, oh, shit, we just found this body out here, bro. Weird. That's crazy. Uh, we see that Lex and Savannah Oops. have been recruited to help build this miracle machine. Um, everybody teams up. They're fighting the Furies. They're fighting the anti-life equation itself. Superman finishes the machine, and he is face down with the anti-life equation, with the embodiment of Darkseid. And Superman says, everything's just frequencies, vibrations, and counter-vibrations that cancel them out. And he uses the miracle machine, and he begins to sing. Christmas, Christmas Day. And Darkseid went down. Why, this sound wasn't sad. Why, it sounded glad. Every human down on New Earth was singing without any care at all. How could this be? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packets and boxes and boxes. He puzzled and puzzled, and poor Darkseid puzzled, serves with sore. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the reason I have enjoyed Final Crisis this time around is because Final Crisis is just how Darkseid stole Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so, always hated music Superman all the noise has... noise 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 <laughs> no really what song do you guys think it is that he sings i just sang it is that really the song you think he sings either that or somebody say that's that's what that's it remy zero i, I, <laughs> I thought he was <laughs> I thought he was doing the whistling bit from uh, the Muppet movie. 
uh, at the end where like he just whistles <laughs> like this really majestic tune. And it just is like a tuning fork, just like shatters everything. He's I'm singing the rainbow purple connection. Rain, yeah. No, yeah. he's just singing purple rain. That's it. <laughs> he's a big purple prince guy. He just gets up to the mic. He's like, purple rain. I never wanted to be your weekend lover. No, no. Dark side's like, whoa! <laughs> As it begins to rain. Exactly. No, he's, he's singing for Batman, which means he sings Party Man. <laughs> Bring it full circle. All hands, a new king in town. And after <laughs> Superman has dispelled Darkseid, the anti-life equation, he is confronted. Ha 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 ha! By Man Dark <laughs> and his vampire Ultraman. Uh, Man Dark representing everything evil in the universe. When all of a sudden, down 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 down. Mm-hmm. Some folks are born made to wave the flag the third time in this event as the Superman of all worlds show up. This was fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. As Cap- fucking Captain Marvel is just ready, gentlemen. Ah, so cool. Love it. In this brigade. And, Love they, it. and their battle cry, let the sun shine in. Love fucking it. Dope as hell. <laughs> Let the sun shine. There's the sun. Let the sun shine. Scooby Dabba Dooba Dooba. Oh, wait, it's getting scared. Scooby Dabba Dooba Dooba. Scooby Dabba Dooba Dooba. And it is revealed that Mandark is Nick Suotan's father. Oh. But at that Because he's a monitor, y'all. At that exact moment. The young super team arrives and it is revealed that they are the forever people from the fifth world and the exiles oh. from Earth 51. They were that the key, they were the key of the whole thing. They were the key. Oh, when Sick. fucking Sunny Sumo goes, Who's with me? And Superbat shouts, Super Young Team, run at him screaming! (laughs) (laughs) And we get the final battle of good and evil. Also, real quick, I want to point out in this battle that happens in this one, my favorite fucking thing is Captain Carrot and his like Legion. Yes! uh, Hell yeah. Captain Carrot's fucking fucking fighting, and Captain Marvel's just like, You remind me of an old friend, that's all. Hell yeah. yeah. Talking about talking Tony. Uh, can I tell you guys real quick, those pages you're talking about right now were actually added into the collected edition. They were not in the original version. Really? Oh, really? The original version does not make it very clear that the super young team was the forever people. Interesting. They show up at that point, but it doesn't highlight that at all. And it doesn't have oh. that excellent, excellent, excellent Captain Marvel bit. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, those oh. are like extra pages that they added in the collected version. That's awesome. I, I love when they do that shit. That is cool. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, then we hear some vows about made away the flat. For the fourth time, is the Green Lanterns show up? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell and yes. they are able to defeat Mandark. Uh, they defeat Vampire Ultraman. The world is set back. The Green Lanterns and the Supermen of all worlds are able to um, collect everybody together. They're able to save the world. Um, and that's, I mean, that's what happens. The Monitors are able to 
fix all that is right in the world. They're able to uh, send Nyx Wotan and uh, Dell off, off into their uh, sunset. Yeah. And uh, Nyx Wotan wakes up in the Ultimate Marvel Universe. Fuck as uh, <laughs> epilogue of Final Crisis happens. The world is saved. Every world is saved. And we cut back to the first boy, who is now the first old man. Mm-hmm. He is drawn on the symbol that would eventually lead to the creation of the Miracle Machine. And he passes away from old age as he is watched over by someone. That someone places a utility belt on his body and he begins to draw a bat symbol. The light burns forever. Showing that Batman is alive. He's just lost in time. The Omega Sanction, the death that is life. He was not killed. He was exiled to the throes of time. Which brings us to the final chapter of this volume, Batman 702. Now, Batman 702 is interesting because it's basically just a recap of everything we just talked about, just from (laughs) Batman's perspective. And... It's it's interesting too. Um, I don't. I think this is still Tony Daniel on the art here. Um, it is once yeah. again drawing the most terrifying Superman since Frank Miller, maybe. Jesus, it, I mean, kind this of, issue really looks Frank Millery. Those giant ass hands. I was gonna My say he's, he seems like a combo between like Ed McGuinness and yes, and like uh, that the Frank Miller kind Good of stuff. Yeah. Very square. Very yeah. Square. That's exactly it. Those Very hands square. look like 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 hams he's got ham hands <laughs> those are he's a like classic hands. like jack reacher ham hands like <laughs> he looks like a monster yeah i i don't like it <laughs> i don't like it yeah not a fan not a fan this is a rough looking issue <laughs> it's kind of weird <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> tony daniel was in the middle of his uh metamorphosis from pre new 52 tony daniel to post new 52 yeah you could absolutely tell this is him evolving his style into what becomes his new 52 style which is a style i don't enjoy as much (laughs) (laughs) but so everyone is basically this resets us back to the beginning of the events uh just again from batman's perspective so uh, Superman calls the Justice League condition Amber. Batman begins his investigation, investigating the Radeon bullet that he would later go on to use, but we'll get to there. Don't get ahead of me. Um, and there's a really funny conversation, at least it was funny to me, conversation between him and Wally. Yeah. Where post New yeah. 52, post Rebirth, post everything that we have been uh, talking about in present day in 2023 him calling wally wallace set off like alarm bells i yeah. was like that's not wallace that's yeah, wally that's the thing. they specifically made it that he's not wallace it's not now. wallace yeah. wallace, yeah. wallace so where's the yellow suit uh, his uh, name is ace now it's so stupid yeah i'm glad they're just calling him <laughs> ace because the whole wally wallace thing was dumb as fuck (laughs) it was hilarious for like six issues of a series that 
I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about someday. But mm. I, but I think it's yeah. It it threw me off. He was like, wait a second. That's not Wallace. That's not Wallace. That's, that's not call, no. Call that, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I also I love. I, I don't get it. I, I just thought it was just Wally was just short for Wallace. That's what he called him. That's what it, it was. It was his full name. It is. But now because of the I, new 52 with yeah, there being now Black it, Wally, now Black Wally, Wally is now Wallace. Yeah. And Wally is short for Walbert. Yeah. And yeah. Or yeah. Wallathy, depending on the, the writer. What the fuck are they doing um, around here? <laughs> Yeah, no, what Jacob, we're not pulling your leg on this. This is this is real shit. That's what I this mean. I, I know you're being this real. This isn't a this isn't this a bit. I know it sounds like a bit. It's this not is, a bit. No, no <laughs> I I completely believe. Oh, I would know if this was a bit. Like there is the, no. This seems like comic book, well, comic well, book you bullshit. Know it was a bit. Trust me. I mean, this this sounds like <laughs> comic book and, and, bullshit. And depending, I think one one uh one event actually called him Walliam, like William, oh, but with an mm -hmm. A. Walliam, yeah. So he's yeah. been called Walliam. Walstifer, there was a Walstifer in there too. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah, yep. Walstifer was in one of them. Yeah, they uh, keep Wall changing because he's radical. Yeah, they keep uh, changing it. Uh, Wallo Border was uh, the the original one where he was. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. To Arizona right. for a while. Yeah, yeah, Wallaby when he does his uh, adventures in Australia against his Australian run against yeah. uh, Captain Boomerang. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the Australian race. Yep. And Rostefik yep. is uh, when he goes to Russia. Yeah, you're right. Ukraine. You're right. Yeah. That yeah, that yeah, two yeah. issue uh, in Blackest Night during the Winter <laughs> yeah. of Russia story. I guess. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So basically, great homage to Rocky Four for that. Great homage to Rocky Four. Remember <laughs> great when, homage to Rocky when he's standing on the top of the mountain, he's shouting Zalaman. Great. Zalaman. <laughs> great. the beard. It's great. Great. Sidebar. Fuck, I love that. Uh, one. I've had uh, a song stuck in my head for the last week. Is it hard? And on it's fire? your fault. That shit. I'm mad that that's been stuck in my head all week. Top ten banger of all time. Yeah, but is that even <laughs> the best time. like montage song? Like, obviously, it's, <laughs> Lord it's... knows, fighting stronger is the best montage song. Come... Easily because it's the I best disagree. training montage. I disagree. It's the oh. best. Training montage. It's the best training montage. So but it has to be the best training Hearts montage. Hearts on Fire song. is something you can add to literally any montage. Hearts on Fire is a great song. Hearts it's on Fire you can add song. to any montage, which Guys. makes it a superior okay. montage song. Uh, I got But we say, can agree. I had a tiger, not that high. I gotta that's say that that's that high, like, surprising. It has to be it has to be the karate uh the karate kid fight uh montage for me because of just you're the best around <laughs> that song is so fun fact do you, do you know the fact, fact about that that I, <laughs> I I learned uh researching for my episode uh last week as we're recording this yeah. um that that song was initially going to be in Rocky Three. That was gonna be oh, Rocky 3. So and so Stallone nixed it and decided on Eye yeah. of the Tiger instead. Uh -huh. And so that yeah. song then went to Karate Kid. Because yeah. Eye of the Tiger was a more masculine sounding song. Yes. Rising up <laughs> back on the street. Yeah, I mean, can... hey, Eye of the Tiger is a fine song. Iconic song. It's and a montage that it accompanies. And that does Dean make sense. Winchester fun. made it super famous, you know, but 
Like, I mean, that, that makes more sense though, because I have the tiger does sound more manly, and like you're the best around sounds like something a kid would be saying. You know what I mean? Like, like it, it like, worked out for the best, for I sure. think. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Like, for both yeah. parties involved. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So back to Batman. Thank you for joining us to uh, Ringworm, uh, uh, which is where us going to basically. Where it's just like where we a, talk uh, about the uh, the earworm songs in the oh, Rocky franchise oh, in every God, combat that's sport so franchise. <laughs> that's, that's a new so podcast than a podcast, Ringworm. <laughs> ringworm. Welcome back to Ringworm. Welcome back to Ringworm. <laughs> Get your shots and put on your ointment. It's Ringworm. Ringworm. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> back to Batman. Um, <laughs> What a what a sentence. <laughs> anyway, back to Batman. <laughs> so Batman begins his uh Batman begins? What did you say? Yeah, yeah. I'm coming I, to Tucson I, next week. I will fight you in the yeah. gaslight parking lot. Jacob, yeah, I'm going to join in that fight. You're done. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. dare you? Did you say yeah. that's the worst? Batman and I'm movie? going to be playing yeah. You're the Best as we yeah. kick your ass in the parking lot. As we lot. whoop your ass in the parking <laughs> lot, bro. Good. Yeah. Even, uh, even, even uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's like performance is way better than that movie to me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the ice bombs. All the ice bombs. So yeah. Batman uh, continues Nigga. the events of. <laughs> what? Sorry. I really. I, I didn't. What? This is a bit. This is a bit. No. Eric, this is a bit. No. This, this is a bit. We, a bit. We've decided it's a bit. That's a, this is a bit, bit alert. Yeah. Bit alert. Yeah. Bit alert. Dump it. Dump it. So, it. so disappointed at the end of that movie. We're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna cut we're gonna cut this out of the edit. Except for the um, last five minutes of that movie is really no. Good. This is a bit. Yeah. This is a bit. It'll Dump alert. it. It'll Dump alert. it. Mm. It's, so it's speaking of bits, uh, Batman <laughs> figures out that uh, Alpha Kraken is uh, is doing a bit, pretending to be a good person, and yeah. he rebels against her. But then she uses her Granny Goodness powers to overwhelm him, and then everything goes black, and we get Days to Omega twenty five. I love. I love the description there of her using his powers, and he's like, yeah. oh, I felt like Joker Venom, Fear Gas, Dr. Hurt Smile all at Ugh. once. Like, Ugh. too late, I saw the shape of the trap that had been waiting for me since the day I was born. And I love, like, the image of Batman puking. That's yeah. that's something you never see. That's tight. And just yeah. the, the, the imagery of Dr. Hurt's smile having the effect on him, like Muriel's brother from Courage the Cowardly Dog has on me, like <laughs> that's terrifying that's so specific you're funny <laughs> i fuck it i still can't watch that episode you know Jesus. if those that's reruns funny. ever come out and that character shows up like instant Grant, channel change granny goodness is just coming up to batman and just going like someone's been very naughty uh, uh, <laughs> you, straight up no lie like two days i could not sleep after seeing that episode Jesus. for the first time as a kid, like that guy terrified me. That's so. Funny. I love that he's your hole in things. That's so. He's my That's my paralysis demon. Oh man, that smile so in the darkness. Uh, awful. Like, isn't that? Imagine like with the like yellow that. teeth and the. Yeah. Yeah. 
So we cut to, like I said, days to Omega 25. So Batman spent 25 days in this machine hooked up by Mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Makaro and Detective Chimp. And (laughs) we see him, uh, again, from his perspective, seeing Dan Turpin prior to being turned into Darkseid. We cut to uh, right now where the uh, the lump has rebelled and is breaking through the the lab. Batman escapes his confinement in the machine, and I love the the imagery of this, where he says, um, "I can remember the smell of antiseptic, fear, and human waste. It was as if I'd woken in a prison cell of broken glass and chemicals, where the dead men in the jars all had my face, like." Uh, that's a terrifying image sick like just all of these half formed clones with your face just dead from clawing their eyes out like sick i love uh, it that's so tight uh yeah straight up grant more gmo loves their pros they love their pros yeah for sure pros in their comic books i mean it makes sense that they're writing pros books now yeah totally agree Um, they once again mentioned the hole in things. The hole in things was everywhere. It was there in every best laid plan. And we see that Batman collects his, uh, his utility belt, as well as a gun that the gun that Makaro used to shoot the lump with. And he Mm -hmm. pulls out of his utility belt, the radion bullet, radion bullet loads it into the gun. And there's a great little callback to a conversation he had with Jim Gordon. I fucking love this. Okay. I love this quote where Jim's like, why did you have to choose an enemy that's as old as time and bigger than all of us, Batman? And Batman goes, same reason you did, Jim. I figured I could take him. Like, I love their conversations when Gmo's writing them. Yeah, Gmo gets them really well. So good. Really, really well. This I think Gmo like, has a lot of respect for for uh, for Gordon in general. Yeah. Uh, really we're about good. to get to a little bit more Gordon stuff, and it's it's very respectful. I think he has a great... They have a great respect for... Uh, it's... For... for... For more for Morrison for Gordon. Gordon. I forgot words. Well, well, Gordon has a great respect for Morrison, and it's honestly, I think so. Yeah, I have to. I have to point out something real cool from from my perspective because of the fact that the voice of Batman switches to Kevin Conroy whenever we're with Gordon, and then when we go away, um, it always goes back to Dietrich uh, Bader for me. um, After this, that's interesting. It's hard not to because Gordon didn't really have a presence in Brave and the Bold. Yeah, no. yeah, exactly. So like every time like th- we have like the more animated Batman animated style kind of like moments is where that kind of voice pops in my head. And then like when we go away from that and get into like all the Silver Age stuff and randomness, it's always Deidre Bader for some reason. It's because it's um, of the blimp. Yeah, I was going to say really shout is. out to the blimp. <laughs> shout out to the blimp, baby. It's because of that blimp, baby. Yeah, it's basically But I it kind is. of, I, I love how almost tragic this is where Batman just gets out of his captivity he's been in this thing for 25 days he's been essentially mind tortured and he stumbles out of this room straight into the room with dark side mm-hmm. dark side's all like dark side's all like ah, come in come in dark side's just sitting on on his armchair like it's oh hey it's, what's up we mustn't lurk in doorways <laughs> Yeah, it's this, this Bo-Katan motherfucker over here yeah. just sitting on his throne. <laughs> Bo-Katan, a real problem. And the Bo-Katan, a real problem. So unfortunate, so... Anyway. And we see uh, 
we see Batman draw the gun. We get the uh, the reciting of the line. He's like, I made a very solemn vow about firearms, but for you, I'm making a once-in-a-lifetime exception. Just such a fucking hard line. It's such yes. a hard line. It goes such incredibly hard. hard. Did we did we talk about... Uh, I don't think we talked about what the bullet actually is, how it's like the original concept of what a bullet is. No, go for it. Like that's, uh, that's just something that Batman mentioned is that like because of what type of bullet it is, it's less of an actual bullet and more of the original concept of a bullet. Like this is what the bullet was designed after, since it was like fired back in time and shit. Like yeah. it, that's what a bullet was designed after. Dope as fuck. Which oh. is so interesting for Batman, Bruce Wayne to be using bullet. the first bullet. Wow. To okay. strike down God. Wow. And listener, in listener, this moment. come here, listener, come here, come here, come close. If, this only is cool if he doesn't use guns. Yes. The only yeah. reason this is cool yes. is because, because he doesn't Batman use doesn't guns. use guns. Because Batman yes. doesn't kill people. Yeah. yeah That's yeah, the yeah. only, and he still doesn't kill Darkseid. Yeah. He says he knew I wouldn't kill his human host, but he didn't know I had the Radeon bullet in a new myth of my own. A myth where ultimate evil turns its gaze on humanity and humanity gazes right back and says, gotcha. Like, fucking awesome. Dope as fuck. And this I also love so the context. Nice. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. That's, that makes it way more better. Yeah. Because he does, as we mentioned, he does say it in the in Final Crisis, but getting that extra context, you're right. Makes it sound yeah. so fucking That's cool. That's the shit that makes this so poetic. And this, yeah. is, this is exactly what Gmo does. Is totally take something... Agree put it into a very specific context and they just knock it out of the park yep. just immediately. Like it, it becomes legendary. This is why I think they're the only person who does back God. Well, cause this is like high level back God. This, this is, is extreme. Like, level this is the highest yeah. level back God you could get is Batman literally striking down God with the original concept of a bullet. <laughs> that was also, but it works. Yeah. You you mentioned the bat god. I wanted to point that out. Was like that was one of the things they mentioned that I I think we missed. I don't know if we mentioned it. Like in the machine when he was in the machine, uh, they were they were saying that um, he programmed his memories to be weapons as well. And yeah. I was like, that is that. There it is. Yeah, There's that's the like that's bat god. Is that's the bat god yeah, right there. Yeah. Right? yeah. Where he's yeah. just like, even this, where they were like, oh my God, how can he do this? How is he breaking through the system? It was like, well, he's even trained his memories and visions to be like uh, weaponized for, yeah. for whenever such an but occasion. But that's the and thing. Like, oh, Morrison yeah. does that well because it's cool as shit when it Morrison cool. does it. Yeah. Like, Gmo gets it. They do yeah. it awesomely. Yeah. I know you hate Bad God. I do but too. It is. It but is they're the only cool. person that I like doing it because it's really ridiculous shit like this. Like, very, they they invented insane. the concept, and sometimes it it has to be the person who started it that does it the best. Yeah, I like if it ended after this point, I would have been the happiest person of all time. Yeah, unfortunately, Bad God has not ended. It has not ended. <laughs> um, I do love too when he steps out and he points the gun at Darkseid. We get that seconds to omega 53 yeah like so fucking cool yeah and so he cool. gets zapped and then we get the extra context of this right so he gets zapped by the omega sanction yes. and then dark side pulls out the ancestor box yes and i love how 
old timey the captions feel Th- this is the voice i hear whenever i read mr miracle where it's like <laughs> it learns it knows <laughs> it bonds it lives yeah. to become the fate you can escape omega is the death that gives and gives forever omega taylor makes an unbeatable life trap just for you it uses history to do it like it slices yeah. it dices it julian fries yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah tom kane left uh shook in his bed <laughs> <laughs> sat up in a cold sweat in the middle of the night it's like honey what happened it's like nothing just go back to bed I just, my I wife just can't find out about I just, this oh, dark side is I mean, what? Side is. what, did you say? what? <laughs> the Omega Sanction. <sighs> but yeah, it's it's really cool because we see the way that Batman describes what what happens to him is like the Omega Sanction doesn't even zap him; it freezes him in time, yeah. and then the Ancestor Box rotates time around him. Yeah, it's so he is completely just unmoored. Cool. Yeah, you're right. Unmoored is a perfect wordage for this. Yeah. Where he's just like very delicately like cut from the fabric of time and then Yeah, moved. and plucked and then moved. Yeah. Time is pliable around him. He uh, is he is not something that adheres to the natural laws of time now. God, it's so fucking cool. It's so uh, fucking cool. Yes. What did you say? This is the weeping angel. Honestly. Angels. Yeah, it's it's weeping angel time, yeah. crime stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. A, the, he says the whole in things is dark side shaped, like, ugh. Yeah. Oh, it's so yeah. cool. We see uh, Batman hurtling backwards through time, um, surrounded by what else? Some beautiful Kirby crackle, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as he falls further and further and further, we see him appear in the cave taking his cap his cape and cowl off shedding the uh the top portion of his tunic and all of a sudden he's like i can't remember my name anymore and he's like how the hell do i get out of this and he's like i have i have to i have to remember i need to remember and he this is when he comes upon the first boy aka the first old man uh, who has drawn the schematic for the miracle machine and a really cool moment where he falls and there's this i didn't catch it the first time i read this but mm-hmm. first man's holding the pearls mm-hmm. yeah. because they were in the rocket they were in the time capsule that they sent out from the watchtower yes. that is crashed down ah. back in time yeah. yes so fucking everything cool. is connected baby so fucking cool <laughs> Um, and so the, the first old man dies, Batman, you know, takes his belt off and he begins to record and he says, I have to crack this maze before I forget everything. Like Theseus, leave a trail and mark it with a bat. My last case, my ultimate trial. Don't forget. Survive. Survive. I should have known better. Or I should have known when I chose to walk this path. It never ends. As Bruce steps out into the unknown of a far distant and ancestral past, we close the book for now on Bruce Wayne as Batman. Real quick, the hole in things. There's very specific imagery here in a page, in that page that shows uh, 
Rip Hunter. Also, hey, Rip Hunter. Hey. I'm Superman and Red Robin. Look at him go. Listening to the recording. Who's that Red very Robin? specific? Who's that guy? guy? Who's that guy? Who's that um, guy? It's just uh, there's very specific imagery there of what the hole in things is. Have you guys realized this entire time? The hole in things is the bullet holes. Stop. The bullet holes that shot that shot uh, the Waynes. Stop. Because what? that's truly his hole in things. That's where everything starts. Oh, okay. I see. I thought you were gonna say the radion uh, the radion bullet is the hole in things because it's traveled but, through time and it made a, a literal hole in things. That's also true. Okay. But the, he, he, but since he's now fired the original concept of the bullet, he has now become ultimately the thing that killed his parents, which created Batman. So the whole of things is all connected mm-hmm. to Batman. Batman to is sort of the whole in things. So you're the saying the whole in things is the bullet. Don't. So you're saying everything don't, has come. Don't. don't yes. Don't, yes. Don't. No, With I Batman, no, no, not <laughs> yes. on our anniversary. Say it, <laughs> say it, say it. <laughs> <laughs> Even Babs wants you to say it. From evil. <laughs> Finish that. Batman's journey <sighs> has come full circle. Happy five year anniversary, Geeks Plane. Geeks Plane five year anniversary. God damn it. Happy five years of podcasting. What a great journey it's been on as a listener. I've loved listening and I've loved being a part of this. Eric, congratulations on five years. You've truly become full circle yourself, my friend. Thanks. The podcast is now over. I'm canceling the podcast. Well, they just tell me you can't cancel. It's been a great ride, and it's it's good to see it going off in a high. Oh yeah, that's it. No more podcasting for me. I'm riding off into the sunset of the distant (laughs) past. It's now blogging. We're going to step back now. We're just going to nothing but blogging. Check check me out on Live Journal. Uh, where we'll continue yes. this journey strictly in the written word. Nah, shut up. <laughs> I'll see you in WordPress right next to me. <laughs> WordPress. Nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no joke. So, the real Jacob Brown. Check me out. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the verified. Uh, I thank you, first of all. Um, for those of you who are not aware on March 10th of 2018, we dropped the very first episode of geek explained and here March 10th of 2023 is our five year anniversary, a week long uh, celebration of five years. Uh, I don't want to keep it. I don't want to make a huge thing out of it because we, we still got stuff to talk about, but, uh, but thank y'all for, for listening and thank you to you two for, uh, for being here with me on our big milestone. It's a big deal. Big deal for me. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So gentlemen, final crisis. We finished the Morrison of Morrison events. Final thoughts on the event and what was your favorite part? Let's go to Jacob first. Oh man, this was, uh, this was quite the, quite an event. Uh, the, the, the overallness of this, um, event by gmo is is a lot more clearer to me through which of just like i love 
going through the history of all DC comics of just like the, the pools from this, the, 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 the team ups, Alan Scott, you know, directing, uh, being the front runner of like sending everybody out there, uh, being, uh, it was very, very epic and very, very, uh, um, incredible to see all this. Um, my, my, I gotta say like my favorite parts is, um, this also this also felt like a David Lynch like directing uh, a DC film. You goddamn right, one hundred percent, no question. Because Jivo is the David Lynch of comics. goddammit. it! Seriously, like this take. felt this felt like a Dune trilogy condensed down into like a comic book event. That's kind of what it felt like. Um, it it also oh god, what was the thing that I really enjoyed in this? That it was just so neat that I took a picture of it. I know it's in here. Uh, 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 I love the concept of like, of, what do you call it? Um, she, son of a bitch. I love the concept of uh, 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 the, the, the paths untaken by Batman, of like being Killer Moth and like a skate snake person, oh, yeah. all that other stuff. I, I don't know. I just thought that was like kind of fun that it like all that happened. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, God, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Uh, this was, this was great. This was, for, um, I, I do wish that this was included in the omnibus because of, um, it, it deals with the death of Batman. And I felt like, you know, they do Batman RIP all the way leading up to this event. And they just skim through it by just like giving you like the one page description of what happens and then you continue on. Uh, I think because they have, they have 701 and 702 in there. It's yeah. at least something, but yeah. Yeah. I, I, feel, I feel you. I guess that's fair. Just cause like you've been building up to this, to the death of Batman and to not give us the payoff and like the actual event that it actually happens. It would have been nice to like, to have this included to see, see it. But, um, but yeah, it, this was, that was the only quibble I had with this whole thing was just like how incredibly good and how um, well orchestrated and, and uh, 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 laid out this entire plan, this, this event was Um, golly. So, so good. Malcolm. Final Crisis is my favorite DC story because Final Crisis is everything great and everything terrible about comic books. <laughs> it's it is it is the full realization of what a comic book could be, what a comic book should be, and what a comic book shouldn't be. It's mired in continuity. It's it's made better because of an understanding of that continuity. It's mired in myth, and it's better because it's understood with that myth. It's it's everything great and everything terrible about comics. It's the perfect example of what comic books could and should be. Uh, I love it, man. I love Final Crisis. It's like I said, it's it's my favorite DC story. I think it's absolutely amazing, and. Truly, it comes down to that last issue. I think that last issue and Lois Lane's final story, if you will, uh, is is what really makes it. That was, in reading that event when it was coming out, that was the issue that, like, it really brought it all together for me. That last issue, I was like, oh, shit. This is kind of the greatest thing of all time. (laughs) This this, this is it. It's never going to be an event like that ever again. Um, And I truly wish it was the last crisis. I, I really wish it was. Because I don't think a single crisis or a crisis level event since has lived up to this. Um, 
I, I love Final Crisis, man. My favorite moment, uh, shit, I, I don't know. I think it's maybe Superman singing into the machine. Uh, the Batman stuff <laughs> is pretty excellent. Uh, you know, meh, meh, himself. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I, love, I love all of it, man. I, 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 uh, it's too hard for me to pick a favorite moment. Final Crisis just makes me smile. I've been I've been waiting to reread Final Crisis because I usually read it like every like year or so, mm-hmm. uh, and I've been waiting to reread it because I knew like early last year we talked about doing this run. I was like, shit, we're gonna wind up doing Final Crisis. Yeah. I want to wait. I want to wait and read it. I want to wait and read it. So I was <laughs> jumping. I was jumping out of my Jones skin it. to read this shit. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. It's the only absolute edition I have is Final Crisis, which is awesome because it comes with uh, it has all of the Final Crisis material that Morrison wrote oh, in nice. there. And so it has uh, Superman Beyond with the 3D glasses. It comes with its own little pair of 3D what? glasses for the Superman That's Beyond stuff. Cause cool. I was a three, those were 3D issues, uh, which the, is pretty what? sick. Yeah, the two issues were in 3D, yeah. What? Yeah, That's they were in amazing. 3D when it came out, which is sick, dude. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's if you can find cool. those two, it's just two issues. If you can find those two issues like in print, it's super worth picking up. It's pretty yeah, cool just looking at them like in 3D with the 3D glasses. Super fun. Huh. It's a good time. Yeah, <laughs> I love Final Crisis. I love the gimmick of it. I love what it sets up. I love the direction it puts us for the DC universe as a whole. Uh, I I love it. I love it. Fair enough. I'm. So, we talked last week <laughs> about Final Crisis being mid and the potential of me eating a uh, bowl of farts. Yeah. I will not be eating a bowl of farts because I still don't think it is the best crisis. I don't think uh, it is worthy of that title for me. What do you think is the best crisis? Infinite crisis. Interesting. I the first one, right? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, that's, that's technically well, no, yeah. not, no, I mean, the, the second one that was specifically tied to that but yeah. listener if you go back in the archives i did a every crisis ranked episode i know you did where <laughs> right up to the uh to celebrate the the beginning of dark crisis which would later on become dark crisis on infinite earths which i still think is a mistake of a title i uh, agree i ranked <laughs> all 10 of the crises before it crises and crises level events yeah in order of the uh of their release we had crisis on infinite earths zero hour crisis in time identity crisis infinite crisis final crisis blackest night flashpoint dark knight's metal heroes in crisis and death metal those have all been described in dc comics as the crises give or take Mm -hmm. heroes in crisis Mm -hmm. and on that list go back if you want to hear my full thoughts on the entire list but on that list my I had Final Crisis ranked fourth in between Flashpoint and Dark Knight's Metal. Yeah. Okay. I am going to say Final Crisis moves up into the three position for me. We did it. 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 Drop the balloons. Drop the balloons. Oh fuck! How did you get balloons in my house? Ah yeah. What are you doing? The banner that says we did it. 
We did it. <laughs> Dora, come on out. Sing the song. We, we got it. him. We did it. We did it. Yeah. <laughs> By the Seamos, we did it. Boo doo 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 doo. That's such a fucking specific reference. <laughs> we got Eric to move up Final Crisis. We did it. We only did one, it. We only did one it. notch. Yeah. You only moved up one space. I'll take it. But uh, yeah, I I actually really enjoyed a lot of what we read here. Um, reading the Superman Beyond was really cool. Um, again, it is the most Morrison story that I've ever read. Uh, their their (laughs) fingerprints are all over this for better and for worse it is the highest concepts i don't give a fuck about the monitors i don't think i ever yeah you don't have to this link yeah you don't have to (laughs) yeah because nix wotan is in the ultimate marvel universe now exactly (laughs) i he woke up watcher. and he's gonna date adult Kitty Pride and it's gonna be fucking awesome. Yes. <laughs> and he becomes the watcher. That's right. He becomes the watcher. <laughs> Maybe for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I I do I did enjoy more than I was expecting to. Um again, some of the choices that are made are a little egregious. Um but overall, overall, I did not dislike this. Uh, this reading experience as much as I thought I was going to. So in that respect, I, I chalk it up as a win. Um, my favorite part, fuck man. Um, I think honestly, like the three different cavalry is coming moments in one issue. And that in that seventh <laughs> final crisis oh, yeah. where it's like all of a sudden, all right, they're here. All right. They're uh, here. All right. They're uh, here. Some folks are born. Some folks are born. Some folks, some folks, some folks. I mean, I, I love the, uh, I love super young team. They are fantastic. Super young team. Uh, super bat. Super bat. Super I am bad. my superpowers. Super I am so rich. I can do anything. <laughs> like it's it's fantastic. I I really did enjoy. Um, also, shout out to all of the uh, Captain Marvel and the Shazam family stuff that happened in this. Yeah, uh, flies under the radar, but the stuff that would end up coming out of this was really interesting and a really interesting status quo for that book. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, Final Crisis, not as bad as I remember. And that's the biggest compliment I could give. We did it, y'all. So with that wrapped up and just prior to us talking about what we're doing next week, we got some emails, which means, uh, Malcolm, what time is it? Uh, It's time for a special real quick bulletin. Uh, Empire just released their information for their next magazine, which is across the Spider-Verse related. And on the fucking cover is Spider-Man Unlimited. Fucking rules, baby. What? What? Hold on. That's awesome. Wait. Give me the web cape. Give me the web cape. Okay, look. Let's get it. Look. If they, for the love of God, can put Spider-Man Unlimited in this, Ultimate Jessica Drew needs to appear. (laughs) Spider-Man Unlimited? I will throw a fit. Let's go! I will throw That's one of the coolest costumes ever. That costume rips. It does. It rips really hard. 
It rips so hard. It goes so hard. Before the Tony Stark, uh, like, microtech. That was yes. the, Yeah, that this was, was like my shit. Way the, before the alt yeah. cover's really cool, too. Yeah. Looking at it now. Like the, I haven't uh, even looked at the fucking... Also, Bagman is on the cover. Fuck yeah, baby. Bagman. Oh, yeah, Bagman's there. Bagman is... Bagman rules. Um, I just sent in the group chat the alt cover. Ooh, that is really cool. Really cool. Wow. Really nice. Love the architecture. Wonder which anyway, I guess it's time for the mail. <laughs> if you would like to be part of the geek explained book club mailbag send your emails to geeksplained at gmail.com put back club mailbag in the subject header and we will read it here on the friday show uh first email comes from kyle still new new book clubber new uh uh mailbag hi, writer hi kyle. Hi, kyle hey kyle hi kyle uh, uh, he writes, hi, Eric, Malcolm, and Jacob. First off, I want to say that I found the podcast through your Miles Morales coverage and loved it. I used my extra reading time at the start of the pandemic to get back into comic reading. That's awesome. I am a huge Grant Morrison fan, but have always been intimidated to dive in because I don't have a ton of Batman knowledge. You all have inspired me to read along and I have loved it. Gmo truly is an amazing storyteller. I'm even oh, taking yeah. the plunge into Final Crisis with you despite its reputation for impenetrability. Hell uh, yeah. I will say, I will say, I still believe if you don't have the prior knowledge of stuff, this thing is like, it's dense. It's too yes, dense. Absolutely. This you is a need, book you need to read with a buddy. Yeah, you need, you to, need have a to read with to a read buddy, or you need to have like you need to have done your homework to read it. It yeah. is the perfect book club book. Years yes. ago, years ago at Heroes, uh, I started doing a book club thing um, where like once a month, like you know, we would just have like a little sit down. There'd be like a book that we'd cover every month, so you know, we have extra there. copies. You could buy that. Yeah, I was gonna say you came for one. Uh, I don't remember which one you came. Was it was it uh, Secret Avengers that you came for? Yes, we only, we only also, wound up doing like two or three. Like, yeah, oh, that would have been three, really cool. We did three things, and one of them was uh, one of my favorite things was uh, the Superman Wonder Woman like book that where they got yes. together and everything like that. Yes, yes, it was, it was like the first volume of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I yeah. wanted to lead up to doing Final Crisis because I was like, that's a perfect book club book. Yeah, because that's a book that is very discussion heavy. <laughs> yes, as as you can tell with this probably being around three hours at this point. But yeah, um, so Kyle writes, my question is this. I see there's a gap in the Batman series between 683 and when they pick up the story, when they pick the story back up around 700. What was going on in the series when Grant was focusing on Final Crisis? Is that when the battle for the cow happens? Thanks and be well, Kyle. Um, between 683 and 700, we had a few different uh, writers go through uh we had neil gaiman's whatever happened to the cape crusader uh we really? had that's that's yeah. in between that i didn't know that yeah uh, there's one issue in there and then one issue in detective for whatever happened to the cape jacob if uh, you haven't read that you should read that i think you'd really no, like it, that story. it's a great I have. story i have okay. i've read I was gonna I say, since you liked the butler did it like i, I think you would really like that story no, yeah <laughs> I was gonna it's say, pretty similar that, it very much reminded me about that over yeah. Yeah. This, this seems like whatever happened to the cape crusader uh <laughs> yeah. between that and uh it's that one and the uh the superman one the like what do you whatever happened to the man of tomorrow uh, i mean love uh, the story guys. that has maybe the best ending of any superman story of all time uh yeah. you would be the hard curse one to wink. have me to 
disagree with you. I mean, uh, it's hard to say that that's I, not the best fucking ending of a Superman. I way, fucking love that story. That way, me too. That's my shit. The way Eric feels for All Star Superman is the way I feel for uh, <laughs> I, Superman. Whatever happened to them? That's Man of the. Tomorrow. That is the two best Superman stories. That's yeah. the two. Yeah. yeah, that's the two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but during that time, we, we also got, uh, short runs from Tony Daniel, who actually jumped from doing just art to writing and doing art as well. Mm-hmm. And then I think we had another guest writer. There's Judd Winnick. Judd Winnick. Uh, yes. so this okay. is, this is in the time of the next era of the next Batman. Yeah. Um, which, is, which is hilarious. Cause like 683 is dealing with the final crisis stuff. And then I think 684, yeah. the new Batman is just the new Batman. The new Batman is just, yeah, yeah because, Batman. no context. Because that's, yeah, that's that's coming out at that time because RIP was, RIP is like the summer of 2008 into like the, the end of 2008. Yeah. Uh, the last couple issues, like 683 comes out like maybe beginning of 2009. And then Battle for the Cow was like right then. And then you go right into 684. Yeah. Um, okay. Quick turn with the new Batman. That's the Judd Winnick, Mark Bagley run. Really quick. Which is really cool. Uh, Mark Bagley drawing Batman. Yeah. That's when Mark Bagley like first really goes over to DC and uh, well, it, it's after like Trinity, but yeah. it's better looking than Ooh. Trinity. Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Kyle, that's what was happening in between, um, and then around when they were getting closer to seven hundred, they're like Morrison's back. To do yeah. three issues and then yeah. fuck off into the ether, I guess. Yeah, uh, and then Tony Daniel comes back and then yeah. winds up closing out that volume because that volume ends with 712, mm. I think is the last issue before the new 52. So, mm. wow. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Wild. 712 has a great cover. If you guys haven't seen it, you should look it up. It's a great cover. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Kyle, thanks for writing in. Hopefully that sheds a little bit more light on that situation. It is weird, but uh, yeah. but yeah. So next up, we have an email from our good brother, Jacob Goodhart. Hey, Goodhart. fellow Jacob. Uh, he writes, Dear Geeks Flame Podcast, this book club was dot, 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 a lot this week. <laughs> this, <laughs> this might be the most Morrison this book club might ever be. And even then, it's not the most complicated Morrison book I've ever read. I also yeah. made the choice of reading Marvel this week and dot, dot, dot. Wow, I didn't think anything could top one more day for the worst comic book ever made. But look at <laughs> that. It what did. It? Marvel? I don't know what that is. I. We don't have time to talk about Marvel. Uh, <laughs> We'll 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 discuss. Uh, okay, and it's for enough. completely yeah, separate reasons, other than character regression. But still, I appreciate the scope that this story had and how it affected the whole DC multiverse. This also proves to me more and more that the Guardians of Oa are the absolute worst, and how should probably just run the GL core yeah. instead and just kick those Smurf-looking aliens out. Seriously. I agree and disagree with you. This was not the Guardians' fault. Yes. This this is the one the thing one time. that is not the Guardians' fucking fault. This I is mean, literally literally the one. The one they, they get a pass on this. They, well, okay, they got a half pass because they literally said like all their Alpha Lanterns are infallible, and it's just like, oh come on, guys! Like, yeah, but you, that's what they when it was revealed, like, yeah. yeah. But then when it was revealed that Kraken was possessed, they're immediately like, okay, we got to deal that with that shit down. Yeah. yeah they, they, 
actually out. handled okay, it immediately. All right. all right. This wasn't going to be but like it, another Manhunter situation. No. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this okay. is nowhere near as bad. Yeah. But again, all right. this is the one time. This is the one they get. You get one. <laughs> this was their they one. Get one. Uh, right. So like they I said, immediately la- fuck it up with Blackest Night. Like correct. One hundred percent. That's like two months after this, and they perfectly balanced. Like immediately, they shit the bed. They like, had a track record, and it's like, good work, guys. We that was two months. Mu- it's been two months since we didn't fuck anything up. Yeah, I was like, like, without incident. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he writes, like I said last week, I'm not the biggest fan of Barry Allen returning. His death in the original Crisis was kind of a good send-off to his character. I am rescinding my earlier pick. My new pick is all of the great Barry Allen and Wally West scenes. Because oh, they shit. were wonderful. You know what? Fuck. Yeah. That's, that's a really I love good point. that shit. That's, yeah, that's, that's my Barry. That's... Yeah. Hashtag my Barry. Hashtag that's my Barry. His death in the original Crisis was kind of a good send-off to his character, considering how complicated things had gotten beforehand. Iris being from the future, having her yeah. memories downloaded into another body or something. Then again, yeah. I'm a Wally fan, and the fact that his return ultimately led to Wally being shelled for New 52, quote-unquote, brought back with Wallace West, which is basically how not to do Miles Morales, and then finally <laughs> returning only to be written off until the end of Rebirth. Yeah, I kind of blame this for all of that, LOL. But I also got to see Linda, Jai, and Irie in it who got her new code name in the flash comic this week thunderheart which we mentioned thunderheart, baby baby yeah. uh but for barry coming back we also have batman die in this event honestly i think the best part of this happening is the aftermath whole battle for the cow storyline was one of the first things my brother actually read when he started comics and he loved it and he mentioned some spoilerific stuff so if you are following along with us um i am going to gloss over that uh, when redacted, taking over Batman once again is also great, though not the first time it's happened. We're going to slightly go downwards just in case there are readers who are following along and they don't know what comes up next. Uh, on to my question for this week. One of my favorite series in fiction, Attack on Titan, returned for its final season this week. Oh, oh, for yeah, the yeah. third time in the last three years. Yeah. The, <laughs> is is the final season. The final season, part one. The, the final season, yeah. part two. <laughs> really taking the, uh, the YA film adaptation model oh, yeah. and just evolving oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, who's uh, writing that? Uh, Cher? Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. The series, final up, times. <laughs> the, final, the series is wrapping up later this Elton year. Elton John, series... I thought this was your final concert. Oh. <laughs> I'm still oh. standing. Uh, <laughs> and the series You're trying to get is... to that yellow brick road, I see. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get the there. series is almost unrecognizable from when it first premiered over a decade ago. The story is a masterclass in how to world build subtly while keeping the audience engaged. However, what I truly enjoy about it starts off with a simplistic view of who the heroes and villains are, but over time becomes more and more morally gray. I love it when stories tackle real-life instances where it's not entirely clear what the right thing to do is, as it can lead to many different interpretations. Something I think people tend to misunderstand is I recently saw some people attempting to paint such stories in simple terms, like Warshak and Watchmen being a hero because he stops bad guys. What are some stories that tackle gray areas? Keep riding the lightning, Jacob Goodhart. Um, yeah, first of all, those of you, if you do listen to this and haven't been turned off by our wokeisms, yeah, um, believe uh, that Warshak like is an out and out hero. Go yes, touch grass. Get some help. Stop it. Get Go some call help. your mom. The, the Michael Jordan meme. 
Stop it. Yeah, stop it. Get some help. <laughs> um, but yeah, there are a lot of morally gray stories that I think absolutely, you know, started to pop up more in the Bronze Age and into, you know, the modern age of comics. Um, different, I mean, Watchmen's obviously the one with the most moral grays out of them. Um, but honestly, a lot of Tom King's stuff yeah. is mm. deals with a lot of moral grays. I was going to say Strange Adventures is a perfect yeah. example of that. Omega Strange Man, Adventures one of my is... favorite stories of all time. Right. That's, Omega Man yeah. 100% deals in the moral gray. I think um, it helps that Tom King, since he's former military and former cia and specifically yeah. from that war on terror that. era yeah like that that is such a murky th i mean uh you want a perfect example sheriff of babylon uh is very yes. much about morally great like that, that's his entire thing yeah that's his entire thing and, the darkest you know, it all comes grace. just from his experience in the military in one of the worst periods of uh the u.s military's like lifespan which is saying um, something because it's which is US really military. saying something <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's really saying something, but it is very much, we butted our fucking nose in the wrong places. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think just coming from that experience, that really infects a lot of his writing in an interesting way. Um, and speaking of the U S military, the ultimates, I the ultimates is a great example. Uh, the, oh, yeah. the first ultimates and actually the first two ultimates, um, yeah. deal with a lot of moral grays again, stemming from that period of our history, yeah. Um, I've I've been itching to reread that first Ultimates again, just I'm because of all until the like Ultimate June. Invasion stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm waiting um, until June. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting. But, uh, I'm ready. <laughs> but I I'm very curious to see how how badly it's aged in 20 years. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jacob, do you have any any moral gray stories? I'm trying to think of like some moral gray stories. Um, we're all like looking back at our. I our know we're looking at our yeah guess. we're looking at our comics right now and just going like what do i have here um morally gray uh i was gonna say powers by john powell uh by uh, uh john powell is very it has deals with a lot yes. of gray areas uh that's very watchman-esque but but more but not so much heavy into the like the the uh philosophical aspect of that you know the the the, the you know the, the, yeah. the very deep persecution of that i yeah. i like that story you know i i, I think that that deals with a lot of like um, what it feels like to be like a depowered stuff. Uh, you also throw in like the Incredibles and like uh, and all that kind of stuff where it's just like a little bit more right. of a, a little bit more of like superheroes trying to be a little more grounded and everything like that. Um, yeah, for sure. There's also the boys. You know, I was just gonna say the, the boys. Boys is a very boys. good the example. show specifically. Yeah. The, the show, yeah, the show because yeah, the yeah. book is gross and awful and terrible. It's, it's but... got off, but. Yeah, uh, but but the show, but the show definitely yeah. is definitely yeah. that's that very things. well. Yeah, yeah, mm. totally. I mean, Superior Spider-Man is a great Superior Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. It tackles that's a lot a great idea. of not just moral grades, but evolving, uh, evolving Any, perspectives. Yeah. Anytime, anytime a villain takes up the hero role, yes. is definitely a gray area because of just like they find the moral compass again, but at the same time, because of past, uh, uh, past. Uh, events and things that they've done you know it's kind of hard to like be taken seriously and or do you start doubting yourself in yeah. terms of the bad things of what yeah done? the current yeah. gold goblin book does that pretty well um, oh, interesting i think that's a lot of fun but yeah, yeah. It, it wrestles with norman's uh 
issues with that and Duality. always yeah, teetering yeah. back on the edge of being a bad guy again. He's 30 seconds away from being a bad person yeah. uh, <laughs> at yes. all times, which is a lot of fun. To that point, I mean, infamous Iron Man, when Doom becomes Iron Man for a bit. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Great story. Fuck yeah. Great, great story. That's I'm looking great. at that action figure right now. What's up, baby? I love you. <laughs> Uh, next up, we have an email from our good brother, Adam Stringfellow, to wrap things up here. What's up, Stringfellow? Always good to hear from Adam. Uh, he writes, good evening, terrible trio. I will love y'all forever if you get that reference. <laughs> awesome. Dibs on the shark mask. Damn it, I was just going to say <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, I'm the eagle then. <laughs> Which oh, makes God. Malcolm the foxy boy. Yeah, That's all right. right. He's the most right. thirsty out of all of us. It makes <laughs> right. sense. Yeah, right. it, it makes sense. I'm the horny one. <laughs> we horny, we horny. Right. <laughs> he writes, uh, firstly, I wanted to say great work on last week's episode with Batman R.I.P. Fun fact, that was actually the very first Batman graphic novel that I bought for myself when I was about 14 yeah. or 15. Uh, nice. I distinctly remember reading it and thought to myself, okay, a lot of cool things are happening, but I have absolutely no idea what the fuck is going on. <laughs> that, is a, that is a hell of a first Batman yeah. story. That's yeah. awesome. I love that for you, Adam. That's amazing. Seriously. <laughs> Uh, he writes, for my question this week, I wanted to ask the three of y'all, who are each of your favorite Batman writers and why? I kind of already have a good idea that Malcolm's is Gmo. For mine, it's Paul Dini. Not just because of nostalgia, since I grew up with Paul Dini's writing on BTAS, but also because I feel that Dini writes my favorite version of Batman. His Batman is a master strategist, but can also think of things on the fly. His Batman is deadly serious, but isn't afraid to crack a one-liner every now and then. He's the world's greatest detective, but when he solves crimes, he makes you feel as if you're solving them with him. His Batman is aloof and introverted, but also compassionate, as if he's patiently listening to the entire world. Maybe all of this comes from because I'm still grieving the loss of Kevin Conroy, but I digress. Plus, with Dini's work over the years, he made absolute hits like Dark Knight, A True Batman Story, which resonates a lot with me on themes of loneliness and depression. Banger of a story. Banger of a story. Excellent, Got excellent graphic novel there. Got me through also, some hard times. So, yeah, I, I also think it's still free on Comixology, so go read that. Yeah. Uh, Streets yeah. of Gotham and hell, even with Heart of Hush, he made me actually like Tommy Elliott as a Batman villain. Loeb's bitch ass could never. Yo, you right, though? You right? You right. Yeah. You, right. you fucking right, right, though? Uh, That's that shit. Anyway, that's just my thoughts on my favorite Batman writer. Others would have to be Scott Snyder, Chip Zdarsky, Mark Wade, Tom Taylor, and Denny O'Neill. Would love to hear y'all's favorites, and I'll catch y'all soon. All the best and much more, Adam. Uh, great picks. Great picks. Dini is 100% one of the best ever to do Batman. Like, his comprehension of the character is wonderful. Of course, accented by incredible performances in the show. But his comic work is super underrated. That Heart of Hush story, super underrated. Very yes. good. Uh, it. I have to go with Stringfellow as well because, like, Paul Dini is my my favorite Batman yeah, writer because of the that fact that I have uh, his Omnibi behind <laughs> yep. me here. Uh, it's not just like Streets of Gotham, but also Gotham Sirens was also really good that he has also wrote on the side with that, um, including the the Heart of Hush and everything like that. I was also going to mention uh, Dennis O'Neill and Neil Adams um, run back in the 70s with the the blue cape and cowl um, yeah. is is yeah. one of my favorites because of just the 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 
the the detail of characters that that come up like Rupert Thorne and like yeah. um Silver St. Cloud being so uh yeah. like the ideal like Silver love Saint interest Cloud. like oh, the way we man. felt for like uh Jezebel Jet here in this in this podcast is the way I felt about Silver St. Cloud because of how much of a deep cut she she was for J- for Bruce back in the day. Jacob, uh, I feel you. I love Silver Saint Cloud. <laughs> I love that. Drink. It is it is to this day. It still astounds me that we have not gotten a, a, a Silver Saint Cloud in any of the films. I know we got him in Gotham, but we like come on, like seriously, this woman needs to be out there. Um, and there's a way to do... Jake, Jacob, read Seriously. Widening Geyer. Have you read Widening Geyer? Oh, my God. No, no, no. Read Widening Geyer. Oh, man. Read, read Batman Widening Geyer. It is an oh, excellent, man. excellent book written by <laughs> Kevin Smith. It is so good. That's it's it's Bruce in the modern day falling back in love with Silver St. Cloud. That's amazing. Okay. It's a well, six-issue miniseries, and it's fucking excellent. Well, I need to find that. <laughs> need to find it. Need to have it. Uh, uh, but but yeah, th- th- that's really like that's my fu- like my f- kind of like favorite of like terms of Batman. Like that that had the best way of like being the most like noir style of Batman, mm, the Dennis yeah. O'Neill Neil Adams kind of style. And then like with 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 Paul Dini's Batman, it is uh, it is a very more uh. Batman animated series, Batman, an all well-rounded yes, Batman, but also sure. the characters. Uh, the fact that they throw like uh, Scarface and the ventriloquist in there in the midst of all of that is yeah. one of, is, is another great like pull for for that particular character. Also the Joker. I think I love I love the way Paul Dini writes the Joker. <laughs> it's just it's you can hear you can vividly hear Mark Hamill um, through all of those pages, yeah. Uh, because of just like it, it's something clicked when he did that show. In terms of hearing Mark Hamill's voice, the Joker, he's just like, oh yeah, that laugh, that's it, that's the voice, that's what I'm <laughs> writing for every now, every time now. It's just that voice. Um, but yeah, sorry, that's Malcolm. No, you could. It's <laughs> uh, yeah. a gushing kind of question. I really yeah, it's yeah. a gushing question. Uh yes, Gmo is my favorite Batman writer. Uh nice. because they do exactly what I love for Batman, which is their Batman feels like a regular guy. Uh he's a regular, charming, awesome guy who is just 45 steps ahead of you and has outplanned everything ad infinitum and has plans upon plans for everything. And I think that's fun. Uh, (laughs) You could tell that the guy at the beginning of this run, who's, you know, dropping lines, like I'm way cooler than James Bond is the same guy who is, you know, shooting uh, dark side with the original concept of a bullet. Like I I love that character progression. It goes from one extreme to the next. And I love that there's mm-hmm. no middle ground there. It's just yeah. one extreme to the next. Um, I think Zadarsky right now is doing yeoman's work. Crushing it. Uh, and that's not just because he's bringing in some of Gimo's <laughs> stuff there. <laughs> but genuinely, yeah. I, I think I think he's killing it right now. Um, same with Wade. I think Wade is doing amazing work on Batman right now with... Uh, with a uh, Batman Superman World's Finest. Um, I think that is the other, and I mean, that's specifically that Neil Adams era Batman mm-hmm. uh, that he's writing there, which I fucking love. Um, yeah, I I love the three of them. Uh, if I had to pick another, uh, you know what? Recently, I really loved Mariko Tamaki's take. 
Yeah, that detective I run was really so good. Yeah, okay. and I feel like she got fucking screwed there. Like she I think did. she got screwed 100%. out of a job there, which I, is not fair. <laughs> and I don't like bagging on people, but I haven't been able to connect with Detective Comics since she left. I. Like I, I really have not. I I'm a big. I understand like, the concept. I'm not a rom v person. It's, just, it's going over my head. Yeah, it's it is not my bag. But I loved Jacob. You should read Marco Tamaki's Detective Dude, Comics because Markham if you want Tower. stuff that's very like animated series s, <clears throat> I I think that that fits the void there. Like yeah, for sure, totally it's, agree. It's, it's, I feel yeah. uh also Dan Mora does the art for like half of it. But it's Bruce Wayne awesome. uh not having his money, mm-hmm. like he's lost his money, so he's moved oh. into I guess you could say sort of like a uh, he's moved into like the Brooklyn part. Yeah, he's moved of, into a brownstone. Uh, of Gotham. Like he's moved into a brownstone. So it's him getting to know his neighbors and stuff and like solving some like mysteries around there. It's it's fucking excellent. So There's some really saying, weird shit that goes down. Like it, it feels like a really good Batman like season of a television show. So you're saying that somebody Spider-Manned Bruce Wayne and then put him in yeah. and then put him into the house where Steve Martin and uh and uh, Martin Short are doing where like our house has murders or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah only murders in yeah. the building. It's yeah, yeah. kind of only murders in the building actually. There is a murder that happens that. in the building. Holy You're right. Shit. Yeah, it is that, a little bit. <laughs> that sounds very funny. It's, yeah. It is, is excellent. It's an excellent that is when, excellent run that totally no great. one was reading. It, Who, which is a fucking detective shame. comics. Okay. Yeah, detective it comics. It was the Martin Detective Comics. Yeah. That's so yeah, good. she had a good That's like so twenty issue run, and like no one read it. It's, no it's one really was reading upsetting. that. That's she bad. yeah, and and it was a big That's deal because she was bad. the first female writer on on like, the main Batman. Comics. Yeah, I'm like oh, wow, yeah, like, yeah. which is yeah. insane, insane because that character's been around for eighty plus years. Yeah, but yeah, it's th- that one is a great pull, and she absolutely is on my list for sure. Um. I'm really I, concerned that she's not around for any of the Donna DC stuff, and it I wonder the shit out of me because like, she was, because she was announced GL. for yeah. yeah, she was announced for GL. I was very excited for that. Yeah, and then that's not happening now. It's PKJ, and I, I, I and Jeremy Adams, and Jeremy Adams. You're right. You're right. Yes, doing I, yes. Uh, doing Hal yes. Nastro. Which I'm, I said earlier, I'm very excited for that. That's going to be awesome. But same, same. I, I wonder what's going on with Marco. Marco Tamaki, please come back to DC Comics. I, I need you. Yeah. I, I love you so much. Or, or, do, some, <laughs> or do some good stuff in uh, in Marvel. Or have some really good creators. Already, already have. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Really okay. good stuff. Um, yeah, I'm with you guys. I, I love both those. Both Dini and Morrison are incredible for me. Uh, Tamaki, like we said, listener, genuinely, if you haven't read the Tamaki detective run, go out and read it. It's amazing. Go read it. That tower story fucking rips. It's fucking and that, cool. is, that was a weekly event. It was like, a weekly event. Detective Comics was like weekly for like three months. It felt like an actual like proper big event. It felt like the Batman crossover events that you would read in the 2000s. Like and none of it involved like Batman. Batman. And none of it involved there. Batman. It was all Bat Family stuff. It, so fucking cool. It, it did what Batman and Robin Eternal really wanted to fucking yeah. do. And could not make the mark. Like yeah. the tower fucking ruled. It was awesome. Ruled so hard. Ruled um, so hard. I'm, I really enjoyed the, uh, 
the Snyder and King runs. I'm a listener. Yeah. If you've listened to Geeksplain for any amount of time, you know I'm a huge Tom King shell. Uh, but I really enjoyed both of their takes. They're very different takes, which I enjoyed. Uh, Tom King's more introspective, which I really like, and and Scott goes for the the excitement. At least in in my yeah. in my view, uh, all that's of why his... I'm surprised you don't love Bat God because Scott is just doing Bat God. He's he. That's but... literally all that is. It's, it's just taking the Bat arrogance God. of Bat God, like. But it's it, his Batman is still one that I mean. Look at there's no Bat God to be found in Zero Year. There's no Bat God to be found. Mm, no, not, no, not but that's year. like the birth of. And we Batman, also get. So I wouldn't count that, but. But we also get super heavy. We do get super heavy. Super heavy fucking rips. Super I'll, heavy I'll fucking that. rips. That should have lasted longer. And like I... the, and the big debut, Court of Owls, is iconic for a reason. That's Bat it, God. That's that's Gotham going like, "Hey, Bat God, fuck off, dude." Fuck off. Big <laughs> it's the answer to Bat God, where it's like his plans have plans against his plans. Like I I enjoy that stuff, but Tom King's stuff also dealt with uh, his mental health, which I'm always yeah. an advocate for. I love about when that. comics tackle that. Um, one name that I don't think comes up enough: James Tynan the Fourth. Agreed. He, Agreed. Uh, he wrote one of my favorite detective comics runs of all time. Thomas Rebirth. Yes. Yes. I fucking absolutely. love that. Um, he has a love for Tim Drake that I think is only rivaled by co-host Jacob Brown here. And I. Oh, this is Rebirth. Yes. Is that detective Comics is? Rebirth. Oh, oh, is... oh okay. Jacob, go get that. Go get I that on the bus. Read it. I didn't. Yeah. Go get that on the bus. It's called the Rise and Fall of that. It's called of the, the Rise Batman. and Fall of the Batman. Go it's get that so on the cool. bus. It's basically Batman going, I'm going to grab my little X-Men team and we're going to patrol Gotham. <laughs> it's it's the it's best so book good. in the Rebirth era. It is the so best just, book in the Rebirth oh, era. Oh, that's tough. So just so and Bruce Wayne just becomes like Professor Xavier and just grabs yes. the Bat family for this. And all of the He says, I'm going to train all of the young heroes in Gotham. We're going to make them an actual like fighting force. Although so he and Batwoman... To uh, make their own team, including Clayface. Clay wow, fucking Clayface! I clay face they do awesome. the best stuff with Clayface to the point where, like, so I it, it bugs me that Clayface isn't that Clayface yeah. anymore. Yeah, same, same. <laughs> it, it actually really bugs me that Clayface isn't that Clayface anymore. Bums me out. Uh, Clayface and Cassandra came become best friends, and that's but, adorable. Uh, go pick up, go pick up one bad day. Clayface. It was fantastic. I know, I know, I know. Story. Hey, we love the hive mind. We do, we do. We stand a hive um, mind in this but house. But yeah, Tynan really has a love for that corner of the DC universe. Uh Tynan Tinian, however you pronounce his name. Um Yeah, I don't I don't actually he's know. How just, it he's got such a wealth of knowledge and a passion for those characters that really, really shines. And also in that same vein, uh Tomasi and Gleason for the Batman Hell and Robin yes. run. Okay. They yes. love, they love Damian Wayne arguably almost as much or even more as Gmo. I so, think they love Damian more because they really fought to keep Damian around. They sure did. <laughs> Gmo uh, had yeah, no problems. With I, that. I, that would be probably my pick as Tynan. I yeah. really love all of his stuff when it comes to his Batman and his view of that Gotham yeah. and that universe. So yeah. big fan, Great big pick. fan of his. 
Uh, but that does it for this week's episode. That does it for Final Crisis. That does it for our five-year anniversary. Um, this was a big one, guys, and I'm glad that we got to uh, celebrate it with you, listener. Yeah. Thanks, for, thanks for joining us for this. Really do appreciate Hooray. that. I love you, listeners. We love you, listener. And I know that we were covering a lot this week. We were covering a lot. Uh, Next week, not quite as much. Because we are going to check out the next chapter in this story. Arguably a... An essential chapter, even though it's not written by Gmo. This is going to be Batman Battle for the Cowl. This is going to be Battle for the Cowl 1 through 3. Real simple, real easy. Real easy. And the synopsis goes like this. Months following the disappearance of her protector, Gotham City sits at a precipice, and it may be too far gone for Nightwing, Robin, Commissioner Gordon, and the rest of the city's heroes to save the day. Amid the fires, rioting, looting, and gang warfare, one question rings out from the souls of Gotham's desperate citizens. Where is Batman? With guest stars galore, the destruction of a sacred Gotham City institution, and an ending that will have everyone talking, this event, written and drawn by Tony Daniel and other top creators, features the battle to take on the mantle of the Bat. Who has earned the right? Who thinks they deserve it? Who will ultimately win the battle for the cow? Yeah, I don't know why that was the two. Yeah, I was like, that's an interesting choice. That was a weird choice. I'm sorry. I I don't know why. But yeah, so catch up with us next week. Uh, Battle for the Cow, issues one through three. Real simple. Actually, one of my favorite events. I'm very excited. We're going to find out who takes the mantle of Batman. If you don't know, it's going to be a fun one. If you don't know, now you know. Well, I genuinely don't know. No, they won't know now because they haven't read if you it. don't know now you know no no Ma- malcolm malcolm they haven't read it yet so they don't know if you don't know now you know but for the geek Explained book club <laughs> <laughs> that is going to do it for this week uh tune in next friday uh gotham fridays are a real thing so be there or be square uh for now for the geek Explained book club i have been eric azana i've been malcolm russell nelson and i'm jacob brown Thank you so much for five years. Everyone stay safe and we will see you next time. Hey, what are you guys doing uh, on, on, on March uh, 14th? Uh, I mean, I probably mean, this. I'm, 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 well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be watching, uh, I'm going to be watching uh, Gotham Knights on, on CW. Get the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah. I'm going to be watching uh, my friend Misha. Gotham. Did you guys see that ad? No. <laughs> okay. No, I didn't. <laughs> Misha Collins got like Jared Padalecki and Jensen Ackles in the same fucking room to do like some weird ad. Like, hey, what are you doing on March 14th? It's like, oh, I'm going to be watching Gotham Nights. It's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to be watching some show with my friend Misha. He's playing a really two faced guy. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like really, really fucking bad. <laughs> what the fuck? So that was what I was doing. Go on Twitter and look at that. Gotham Knights. Don't, don't watch Gotham watch Knights. Don't watch it. Don't watch Gotham Knights. Like, don't give them any fucking attention. Oh my god. <laughs> they took away Stargirl. Uh, they don't get to have Gotham Knights. You goddamn right.
Read the story of the final crisis. Musical intro. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs>